Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd! Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Hey, how's it going? Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And uh, then we're going to discuss uh, each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, Kamar, how was your week? What up, y'all? <laughs> I had a great week, Matt. Before I get to that, I'd like to say uh, hello and welcome to all the new listeners. And once again, always a big uh, gratitude to Patreons and acknowledge any new Patreons. This week is no different. I'd like to say welcome to the team, Colin Ryder, Rough Riding. Welcome to the Patreon, Colin. And on behalf of the boys, welcome. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> and thank you, of course, to all the Patreons. You are the number one people in my heart. Um, this week, I was painting. And uh, you know when I got my um, cornrows? Mm-hmm. I had to get a do-rag. Because mm-hmm. you got to sleep in a do-rag or the cornrows come out right away. And so on Friday, I wore it just as a joke for the boys. Like to show up at work and have a laugh. And then forgot to take it off. And midway through the job, realized I was talking to this client with a do rag about paying their house and about how I used to live in Almont because they were from Almont, work with the boys. And you could see in their face, they sort of looked like just politely going along with this guy who just got a prison story. And um, then Drew turned around and acknowledged that uh, I had a do rag on. And then I realized how stupid I looked. So it's just a funny lesson learned. A prank that went too far. That was your week, the do rag? Yeah, I mean, we had our second impeachment, a quit deal, but uh, we'll get to that in the post, Joe. <laughs> You're such a fucking weird. <laughs> Do we have to? No. No, we don't, Simon. Simon, how was your week? My week was just fine, thank you. I uh, I watched that, um, you know that Nazi hunter show on Amazon? Pacino? On Amazon? Yeah, Pacino, exactly. Yeah, never. I thought you said you hated it. I did. So I did. I watched the first episode. I found it very kind of. I don't know. I didn't like the whole portrayal of the Jews. Um, But then I've run out of things to watch, and I gave it another chance, and it was actually pretty entertaining. Like just from a pure, you know, action show. Hmm. But you've never watched uh, Startup on Amazon. Started up. No, you said that was good. No, it's bad. But it, I, I, I need someone to to watch it just so I know what I saw. If I saw what I, think uh, I saw you need I confirmation. Saw. Thank you very much, man. Okay, gotcha. well, I, I can do that for you, Kamar, because um, oh, because this I can. fucking it definitely um it definitely starts off with a lot of potential. It just seems to like I don't know. I need you to to I need confirmation, as Matt said. Was that was that me? No, it's my fucking. Everyone no, knows we do the podcast. It's just airplane mode feels, isn't working. No, I it's, can't have it on airplane because I'm using my it's fucking your thing. Again? No, it's not my fucking birthday. This is so stupid. 
It's fine. I'll fix it. Is there a notification that um, you can do? It's do not disturb. I'm trying to get it on right now. Go ahead, Simon. Anyways, yeah. So uh, I, I can do that for you, Kamara, because I have absolutely run out of things to watch. It's insane. I have to buy like a new network or something because I'm way faster than these chumps load anything new up there. But do you have Disney? No, no Disney. But we are going to get that just so I can watch The Mandalorian, I think. It was a circle of a little bit of controversy this week. Oh, she'll be on the show this week for sure. Oh, you think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll be on. She'll be on Joe. I would assume. Really interesting, Doctor Joe. Gina who, Carano. Who are y'all? Okay, thanks. Who Gina is Carano is an ex UFC fighter. She was on The Mandalorian season one. She's super hot. She is hot, eh? She's very hot. All the liberal media puts ugly, unflattering pictures of her up. Of I course, swear to God. naturally. No, she's incredibly good looking. The ironic thing, which we'll obviously get to is, I don't know if you picked this up or if Simon picked this up, Michael Malice said exactly what she said during his episode. He worded it slightly differently, but he said exactly what she tweeted. But but people were most upset because she was comparing Republicans to Jews in the Holocaust. He didn't say what that. What did she tweet, someone? What did she tweet? She tweeted like, you. she basically said what Michael Malice said, that like, this is how the, this is how uh, Germany ended up this way. It was people ratting on their neighbors and it wasn't, you know, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, gotcha. I'm, I'm doing a terrible job of paraphrasing her tweet. You'd have to re- read it. I, when I read it, I was like, I don't... I mean, she got fired from Lucas Studios, right? So she's no longer part of The Mandalorian. They obviously thought what she said was so... Which is ironic, because Walt, Walt Disney. Disney is a fucking anti-Semite. It, it, they've come a long yeah. way. Which, full circle, is a huge part in that uh, Hunter show. What, that Walt because Disney was Werner- a fucking anti-Semite? Yeah, because Werner von Braun is in it, and oh no wonder uh, it. <laughs> how how they're best friends and blah blah blah. Do they allude to flat Earth? No, they allude at the end of this the season. Spoiler to Hitler being alive still. Ooh, titillating. Yeah, Argentina. Ooh. Well, that's where he is if he's anywhere. How was your week, Matt? Uh, terrible. I had two injections in my fucking taint. Not Ooh. vaccines. Not vaccines. Not vaccines. No, no. I had to go in Tuesday. <laughs> That's a weird place to get a fucking vaccine for sure. I think you want to get a second opinion. Yeah, maybe. Um, they couldn't just slip one up there while they were. Uh... Wouldn't that have been nice? Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So that sucked. I've never had a doctor look me in the eyes and go, "This is gonna hurt." Like normally, there's. Oh really? Yeah. Normally, you know, manner. they're like, yeah. Normally, they're like, listen, this isn't gonna be that bad. You're gonna be okay. This guy was like, this is going to hurt. Take a deep breath. I was like, holy fuck. So that's. I had to get this injection into my knuckle. And um, that's what the guy said. He just kept telling me how much it was going to hurt. I was like, maybe it's a pump fake. No, maybe it's a pump fake. Maybe it's that in your head, you're going to build it up to this huge pain. And then, because as much as it hurt, I was expecting like, like I was expecting the absolute worst. And it was not, I mean, again. It was bad. I like when they do, I'm going to do it on a count of three, and they go, one. And yeah, and then they just go, jab oh. it in. Yeah, the kid the kid way of doing it. Yeah, it's smart. Did they have to leave the needle in there a long time, Maddie? I find that's what like hurts the most. Oh, yeah, it was 20 seconds each needle, like a, like oh, a yeah. slow injection. And you feel getting yeah, filled yeah. up, eh? What a weird <laughs> thing to say when I'm getting my nuts injected. You feel getting filled up. But you do, you know what I yes, mean? Yes, yes, Kamar. I felt like a woman. I was being filled up. Wow, I didn't go that far. thing to say, none, regardless of the situation, I think, Matt. 
Yeah, and then the worst is she's like, uh, she's like, yeah, the problem you're having is like, it's mostly really fat people. So she's like, I, it's like, she's like, I can't figure out. She was like, you smoke, right? And I was like, yeah. She was like, yeah, you're going to have to quit smoking everything because, or else you're just going to continue having this problem. That's the only thing she could tie it to. Yeah. She's like, we don't understand the correlation. She's like, this is it though. These are your options. Stop smoking weed. Well, we, Mary bought me a volcano for my birthday. So I've been, oh, yeah. this is the first joint I've smoked all week, but I, I can't bring the volcano here. The it's volcano not, isn't smoking. It's vapor. So I, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm not trying to be like. I know oh, you're not. You're I'm, ho- I'm going to test it out for a month or two, Kamar. Because hey. if I can vaporize and this problem goes away, then I know I'm in the clear. And if not, well, hey. then I got a choice. Sorry, Simon. What's up? I was just going to say, can't I give you like some uh, vape pens? Does Is that no good? I mean, maybe. Again, I, I just, I don't know right now. And. Okay. It's one of those you like, do me. I live you with, let... do I live without pot miserably, or with pot and in discomfort? It's kind of a weird, yeah. Catch well, listen, I'm no doctor, even though I sometimes play one on this podcast. But I would imagine that it's the smoke that's hurting you, not the THC. That would be a crazy correlation. You know what I mean? No, that's what she said. Because she was like, I don't care what you smoke, don't smoke. Yeah, so that's where I was heading. You just don't like edibles because I'm just gonna. I like edibles way more than smoking. No, no I don't like. Suck. No, I, I I hate smoking. It comes on too fast <laughs> and too hard. Edibles like you can ease into it. That's weird. No, I'm the opposite. Yeah, I like that's interesting. Uh, just those vape pen. Like I I don't know, man. Like I got like a Pax one that maybe would be good. You know, that's better than those normal ones. I mean, let's call you a spade. Let me, let's call let a let's call a spade a spade on air for the record. I buy all of my pot illegally at a much cheaper rate. I don't even know that I could afford to continue smoking at the rate I do if I had to buy vape pens. You know what I mean? Well, Simon, the, the that packs you put weed in it. Yeah, I had a packs before. Simon, you have the no, new you no, have the no, new no, packs, no. right? You can do that. No, I was talking about they have like a PAX that's like, uh, it looks like a jewel Mm -hmm. and it comes, you buy the cartridges from the different suppliers already full. You know what I mean? And the cartridges have different levels of THC? It it is expensive, but you know, maybe there's some, something. Mm. No, but keep in mind, I mean, listen, I get that. I'm just saying like right now, I don't know that I'm in a position financially to be able to afford that, but down the road, um, I might be able to work some now. Either way, I have to make a choice in the coming months as to whether I'm going to continue getting high or... The ritual is the hardest part too, because eh? I bet you love rolling a nice joint. Um, I do love rolling a nice joint. Lately, though, to be honest, I only hit the bong when I'm at home, which was what Mary hated. She's like, the bong is killing you. So she's like, oh, she's... Bong, she's bong hidden, is hard. She's hidden the bong now. I cannot find it in the house. And I only hit the... Uh, so I think the volcano. worst case scenario here, you've got to learn how to enjoy edibles. Uh, yeah. Worst case. So hopefully we figure this out. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm listen, I'm not you know, I'm not sitting here like bitching or moaning. I don't have well, cancer. No, I, I want you know. your scrotum to <laughs> Yeah, listen, I wish That's I, what we're talking about. <coughs> I wish my taint was in better fucking working order as well. So there, that was my week. Um it's uh nice to be back here. It, it, bittersweet. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm ecstatic, and you, you know, I've been bursting since I got here. Um, the listeners, it's just nice to see the whiteboard. Come back to know what I'm studio. know what I'm actually doing here. Not a little more professional. Kamar, do you want to run down the uh, the week's guests? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I'd love to run down those week's guests because this week our 
cries for help were heard to your chagrin we had thought the mmas were done and uh, lo and behold two mmas this week okay i i just want to get this out of the way and then i'll go through the week someone over there listens I don't know if it's Matt, if it's Jamie. Maybe Lex is passing along some fucking kind oh, words. Shoot, we forgot calling them MMAs. It's I don't pos- know. It's, it's possible. It's possible. It just seems like I spend two straight months bitching and moaning, belly aching about these MMAs. Certain episodes not should be. Being labeled or not. And then this week we get Francis and Gone. Simon, did you listen to it? No, I didn't. Did you? Uh, I did. So my, my brother-in-law, who is a listener of our show and Joe's, hit me up. Uh, and he said, he said, to your chagrin, you're going to have to listen to uh, Francis Ngannou. He said, it's just that good an episode. Should not have been labeled an MMA. So he, since it was such a light week, I went back. And he's right. It should have never been labeled an MMA. The only reason it's labeled an MMA is because this guy is an MMA fighter. Is an MMA that, fighter. that would be your criteria all the other way why they should be MMAs. You're confused. I understand the, the content of this podcast in particular. I'm not confused. There's been, listen, there's been guys that have come on, like that Mark Smith guy a week ago. Was a fighter pilot. <coughs> he's a referee. A, but he's also a, a fighter pilot. Oh, okay, um, but what was, the con- what was the content of the show? Simon? Yes. <laughs> what was the content of that show? You have to defend Matt right now, Simon. Of the Francis Ngannou show? No, of, of the, the Mark Smith, Smith guy. I, I, I mean... I, it was mostly about MMA. I think it should have been an MMA. Yeah, so this is all I'm saying is I don't care. Listen, if, it's Joe's show. If he wants to go no MMA, if he wants to go MMA, whatever. The labeling seems odd, that, and I'll leave it at that. Are you disappointed we're not going to discuss Francis Nagano? Because I leaped at the opportunity of to, to admit podcasts based on our criteria. Of course, and I did too. Why do you think I... Listen, my brother-in-law was like, you're not going to be happy, but you should probably go back and listen to it. And I did. And I think everyone should listen to it. So, yeah, okay. To new listeners, we have a policy here where we do not cover MMA because we get bogged down with just MMA talk. And then finally, <laughs> MMA is labeled, and apparently it's the best podcast ever. The week started off with Francis Naganu, I believe it was 99. MMA number 99, yeah. And then uh, for our purposes, we start off the week with the great contrarian and lover of cum gutters, Michael Malice, 1608. Yep. And then I think it was sort of a surprise, but should have known because he's been hanging around. The return of Simon's favorite capitalist, Elon Musk, 1609. And then the week finished off with another MMA, 100 Cody Garbrandt, which we didn't cover. If you go back three weeks ago, I said Elon, when you asked in the post, Joe, who you think's going to be on this week. Yeah. Now, I was off, obviously, but I did say Elon. The, The biggest Tesla ad I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh, without a fucking doubt. But it worked. It worked for me. Not that I have the means or anything. Well, we're going to get to that. All right. I guess we'll start with rating the week. Simon, would you like to... Uh, we only have two episodes to rate, so you can work out your average pretty easily here. <laughs> yeah, you'll still fuck you would, it up. Yeah, I was going to say, you would think so. Um, I will give this week a... A three and a half. Kamar? I'll have to mic. concur. I'll have to concur with three and a half. Well, well, it looks like we have we have an agreement. Have an agreement. <laughs> Was that God? Now, did whether, something happen? Oh, you can't hear those. Oh, maybe. No. I, oh no way! 
Oh, uh, you know my worst Sorry. my worst fear Sorry. is that that doesn't even come through in the recording, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, we heard it. <laughs> yeah, we heard it. That's what's important. Yeah. If it's just us, that's all that matters. Um, all right, so we each gave it a three and a half. Interesting, interesting. Let's find out how we got there. Listen, Dreaming. before we start, I'm just going to say this about the Engano episode. We won't go into it in great detail. The only reason I think everyone should listen to it is that we live pretty fluffy lives, and I think it's good every once in a while um, to listen to someone who's, like, super nice and humble and came up in, like, the worst of it. You know what I mean? Like, the Shawshank crawled through a mile of shit and came out good on the other end. Like, he's just such a nice dude. It's hard for him ever to be a heel. Like, you always pull for Francis Nagano, especially once you find out his background story, what he's gone through to get to where he is. Well, I was inspiring. Just real quick, I'm thinking about him fighting Stipe. I'm like, I'm like, ah, it sucks. Like, you just want both those guys to win. Well, I think as we go forward, it's starting to get that. They're all good guys in them. Like, people saw through Connor that you have to be an asshole or whatever to sort of get on the radar. But people have also seen that just doing the right way and being a good person is... Well, since we're on it real quick day. before we start then, did anyone watch the fights last night? Pay-per-view, I didn't watch that shit. You didn't have to no, pay? No, sorry. Oh, okay, well, last night was like arguably one of the more emotional fights I've ever watched in my life. The, the main event? Yeah. Because they're sparring partners. Super good oh, friends. Oh, good friends, okay. They, well, had, to, they had to break up their training for this fight. Because who was it? It was Usman against uh, Gilbert Burns, the crazy Brazilian. Oh, yeah. Usman and, won, I take it. Yeah, I mean Burns rocked him in the first, and it looked it looked like he might pull it off, and then Usman just fucking, dude, the Nigerian nightmare is no fucking joke. But either way, he knocked him. He, you know, it was a TKO, and Gilbert Burns was just immediately like overcome with emotions, like crying in the middle of the ring. Fell, he, he went to get up and fell backwards and hit his head on the fucking stool. And like Usman did his normal, like, you know, he was amped. He was celebrating. At the end of the fight. At the end of the fight, he was celebrating for like 10 seconds. And then he kind of looked to the middle of the ring and saw, you know, his brother like bawling his eyes out on his hands and knees. And then you could see it, it really hit Usman. It was tough. It was really tough. And then Usman, of course, called out Masvidal, which was great. And... Two things. I wonder if uh, Dana revels in making friends fight each other, or like it, it just it's a, it, like it's, it's just an awkward position for people to be in. But that's what they have to do. And second, uh, Joe said, "I doubt he's going to sign on the dotted line." Who Masvidal? The the shadow. Yeah. Do you know why that would be? Uh no. I I I said I said I think he'll sign. He'd be crazy not to. You fight anyone anytime, sort of thing. He's a prize fighter. The biggest payday you're going to get is fighting for the belt. Are they in the same weight class? Does yes. someone have to do? They already different? fought each other. Oh, well. he they took a fight on short notice. He beat Masvidal. Masvidal is now talking shit, which we knew was going to happen. He's talking shit about how like if I had had a full camp, you wouldn't have had a chance. So he has to that. take this fight. Well, we'll see. I think he's going to take it. Simon, what do you think? Uh, I have no idea, man. Probably, I agree. Did you watch Did all you, the fights? Uh, I watched all of them, yeah. What's up, Simon? Did you... You didn't happen to watch that Paige Van Zandt bare knuckle fight last night? That was last night? No. I thought that was last week. Uh, Those are brutal. Was it? I don't know. I'm really kind of disconnected. But um, there's something about watching really pretty girls bare knuckle fight that seems intriguing. No, bare knuckles are... It's brutal to watch. It's funny because Joe for years argued for removing the gloves in the UFC. Um, and after watching like 
two of those bare knuckle events, I'm I couldn't disagree more. What well, a it makes cuts happen so fast. Oh, it's insane. I think the uh, logic is sort of the same reason why I say maybe football players should wear helmets. They won't try to do the things they're doing. I think that's totally different. I agree. They should remove helmets in football and pads. It does. It doesn't work out though. Oh no! I I think that might be the only thing they can do. Yeah, like rugby style, but bare knuckle is brutal. Anyway, sorry. Let's get to Michael Malice. My apologies. That was my long ass intro. The great contrarian. Um, I think it's not long enough since his last visit. I don't remember his last visit, so I I'm going to disagree with you. I mean, I I thought he he wasn't bringing anything new to the table, but he's now like a one of the, the best friends of Joe. I mean, I, I thought he was always in that, like, circle, that sort of intellectual dark web circle, no? Well, now he's solidified. Um, they start up, I don't know if it's like a conspiracy theory, but how he's always saying this is, the lockdown is an experiment where powerful people are powers to at see. BC, how, how easy it is or what it takes to have people comply to follow things versus everyone saying, fuck this, we're not locking down. Like, how do we have a referendum or something? And his, I guess it's a conspiracy theory that the corporations are working together just to drive up small businesses. But if it, if there's a, any truth to that, it's diabolical. I want to know what Simon thinks. He's a small business owner. Exactly. Simon, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Um, you, yeah, his theory I, I, of pushing up WalMarts and Amazons and all these things with no regard for small businesses is it just is just happening this way? Uh, I, I don't know, and it's a it's a conspiracy across like the Canadian government, the American government. Like uh, I'm with you, I wouldn't see it being something that would be beyond their. Oh wow, yeah, beyond. Uh, their like um you know idea of of the bad that the government's willing to do but do you guys think that well of course i do because i think the whole thing's shenanigans but um i don't know but you think like uh trudeau got together with whoever and they're like okay this is our chance to stomp out small business bring in only big box make it that much easier for like uh I guess the push is towards like a um, one kind of nation government. Less variables. It do, it doesn't uh, make sense. It's, it's not it's not representative of the people, but it's like um, just corporations uh, capitalizing on an opportunity. And and, and the, the, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not one person, right? It's it's a whole d- diffusion of responsibility. Yeah, I just, I don't I mean, buy it, it. It doesn't make any sense um, that they keep the big stores open and keep the small stores closed. We're all in agreement there. But is that just a case of like stupidity and night and um, like a lack of regard? Or is it a conscientious effort to, you know, squash out? <laughs> that seems crazy. I don't know. Listen, and I'm I'll, a conspiracy let guy. Me- I'll say this, and we know that I fucking despise Walmart, so I'm not here defending Walmart, but let's just play devil's advocate for a second. You could argue that, like, okay, we keep small businesses open, right? Which small businesses? Like, first of all, you can get pretty much everything you need at a Walmart, 
which that's how they fall under essential. Well, I mean, that's the argument that like I can even sit here and make is it's one place that you keep open. Now, the the flip side of that is like I've seen lineups at Costco like a thousand deep photos of that. We'll stick with your example, Walmart. Fine, but even Walmart, like if you go into a Walmart and there's a thousand people in there, you know, the argument is like you're not really that socially distanced. And, you know, if people are saying masks don't even work, then what are we really doing? I, I don't know. I'm just saying that, you know, if I own a small business, let's say I own a small electronic store. Um, you know, am I essential to stay open when you can get pretty much everything from Walmart or you're Amazon? Essential I mean, to your family that you're supporting with your store. Sure. I just look at like every, you can go into a McDonald's, a, a KFC, um, any restaurant, they allow three people at a time or whatever. Any small business can do that same thing. I'll say this. Control the flow in and out of their, their, their property. I mean, the restaurant thing, is a weird one. Well, not really, because restaurants are open. They can they can have takeout and delivery. Same thing with McDonald's. You can't go into a McDonald's right now. So no. that's I was going to use that as an example. That's not a good one. I just, I don't know. But I'm just saying your electronic store, you don't go in there and sit down for an hour. Of course. You go in there, get your cable or whatever, then you leave. Yeah. So why can't that guy be open? No, and you're. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying the argument is that you can get pretty much everything out of Walmart or out of fucking... Uh, you know, like grocery stores, that seems like an obvious one, right? They have to stay open. There aren't really any mom and pop grocery stores. Shoppers Drug Mart. Sure. But you know what I mean? Like, the, so I don't know that it's one of these things where like some of these companies are set up to be essential in a way. I just don't think the discussion or even these definitions were in our consciousness before this pandemic. I just look at stuff like that needs to be open or whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, listen, we probably could have planned much better for all this. Like, this happened 100 years ago. And, I mean, that's the problem, is if it only happens every 100 years, the people who are around when it happens again aren't going to remember. And the times have changed so much that whatever you had implemented 100 years ago that worked or didn't, you're not going to be able to properly implement now. So This will not be forgotten. But I, I was talking to someone, like, if uh, one day we're going to return to the new normal or whatever. Yeah. I think there'll there'll be social events and stuff. Probably um, more masks are just commonplace, just for people personally wanting to wear them. Maybe not mandatory, but then if in seven years from now another pandemic comes, will everyone just be like, "Okay, we know what we got to do," or say, "Fuck," you know what I mean? Simon. Yeah, I don't know. I agree with what you were saying, Matt. Like that, the idea that. Um, every hundred years we'll never remember so you have to spend the money all the time to stay prepared and like we just see that that never happens right like look Trump got rid of this thing and then somebody else gets rid of another department that's costing them money that doesn't seem to be doing anything because you only have a pandemic every hundred years but now they'll have to change that they'll have to uh I mean, this is the problem, though, Simon, is now, like, you know, even what you're saying, like, how much money and resources are we going to spend on something that almost never happens? It's like the shoe bomber. You know, one guy in the history of air flight put a bomb in his shoes, and now forever we all have to take our shoes off at the airport. Um, Yeah, can I give you another example, though, Maddie? Please do. Is that we don't spend any money on shielding ourselves from meteors until a meteor hits us, but then it's too late, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, listen, but the, the I, you know, meteors are uh, sure. I mean, you're not wrong, but do you know how many catac- cataclysmic events there's been in the history of the Earth? Yeah, probably a ton, but the Earth has been around for a really long time. For sure, but there's nothing at all to say that one of those events doesn't happen, you know, during the the 2000s or whatever. I'll also say this. Listen, and this is a big one, and I hate to I hate to sound like Joe here a little bit, but last year in the states, I believe the same amount of people died from heart-related diseases as COVID has killed in 2020. So every year they have this this thing that's killing Americans and it killed them at the same rate COVID did, but no one cares about it. Like McDonald's is a big part of that. All these fast food chains are a big part of that. The the unhealthy American lifestyle is mm-hmm. part of that. And yeah, no. And if our motivation for taking so. these drastic measures is to save lives. Well, that's it. If we're really if we're really sitting here saying we care a great deal because let's also think about it. And I'm not one of these fucking conspiracy guys, but the number of, you know, the numbers show it's killing old people, people that were close to um, the average lifespan of a human being. Now, I'm not saying they couldn't have lived another 20 years. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying that it's and sad that they died. there are outliers. 14-year-olds die too. Of course. That's, that's obvious. But what I'm saying, though, is heart disease takes people young all the time. That's all it does. Heart disease doesn't take, it rarely catches an old person. That's just an old ticker usually. You know what I mean? Heart disease kills 40-year-olds. It kills 30-year-olds. And the craziest thing is like 50% of them, the first sign of it is a heart attack or death. So again, like if like what you're saying, if we're really talking about lives, if lives are what we care about, the well-being of people, that's a big one right there. Well, I'll double down on that because with heart disease, cancer, any of these things, that's science. So that's not a, the fix is not as easy as possible. There are more overdoses in BC than COVID deaths in this year run that's happened. And that's a policy thing. Yeah, that is fixable. And if deaths are the issue, you therefore have to do something. About but keep in mind, BC is a weird one because I lived in BC and I can tell you that BC has every known other than legalizing it straight up. BC has every known program in the world to keep people like they're, to keep they're junkies. The, they're the closest of progress. This is what I'm saying. I, I get it. It's not perfect. But what I'm saying is from being on the ground level there and seeing it, they they really there's a lot of programs in place to try to help a lot of fucking people in Vancouver. And they've hit the wall that it has to be legalized. It, it has I to agree. be. I agree. I agree. the government, the drugs have to be given out to people so you don't have these hot shots, so they know the quality. That's the only way. Listen, again, if we're talking about saving lives, and that's really what this COVID thing is supposed to be, right? It's supposed to be the greater good. I mean, it, that's the impression I'm under. Keep in mind, though, we're also dealing with something where you being a junkie isn't going to affect me. It's not going to, you being a junkie isn't going to make me a junkie. Yeah, that's the debate I had with someone the other day. Like, the junkie, whatever, that's your personal choice. You don't have a choice with COVID. And so there there lies the difference in why everyone has to work against COVID. But I, I don't know, like, if uh, you're a junkie because external factors, society didn't fuck you over. This is the difference, though, Kamar. It's the same thing with the heart disease. Like, you choose to, you choose to eat the, uh, the, the, the diet you eat, you choose not to exercise, whatever. These are all choices we make that I make. If I have to get on the bus every day to go to work, um, to feed my family, like you said, even, even the guy that owns the electronics store, let's say he has to take the bus to work cause, cause you know, he's a frugal guy and he's trying to really provide for his family. He has to get on the bus with 40 other people every day. And he has to trust that they're taking some precautions. You know what I mean? Whereas if he sits beside two obese people and a junkie, 
that has no effect on him. So that's, you know. I get it. No, no, when that was posted to me, I was like, yeah, I suppose. But I just, obviously, I've been pro legalization of drugs. Of course, we all are. I mean, that's this is us beating it's, a dead horse for the, sure. The horse is dead. But let's keep in mind, like, you know, we're a year out. I want to see the numbers from the places in the states that have just been totally open. Because there's places that have been decimated with COVID. Like we're, we're North Dakota and shit. We're a year in. Whatever, year in, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sorry. That's what I was saying. Uh, Simon, do you think we're at the beginning of a pandemic, in the middle of a pandemic, or near the end of a pandemic? Well, I, I, w- I think we're in the middle now because they're rushing everything back open. And then, I don't know. I, who knows, man? No, I, we, I don't. I, I think that's an optimistic view. I think to say where the end is a, a naive and say beginning is a, a fatalist. I mean, let's keep in mind, too, there's all these fucking variants now that, like, who knows where this is going. Let's uh, try to get back to... Uh, Michael Malice, yes. Mr. Malice, though, because uh, this is the whole reason I do not like to talk about the COVID because it just can go off forever. He has to try DMT, agreed? Like, he's asking all... He doesn't have to do anything, but to try to ask all these people about the elves and whatever to try to formulate his own opinion, there's no point. Like, I don't think it's like a drug, like, doing something recreational, but his curiosity he's got to try it but i don't think he, i mean maybe i'm wrong i don't think you can explain any high to anyone i don't think you can i don't think you can but he's trying it seems like he's trying to ask joe and other people about their dmt experiences so he can formulate his opinion on what it is and mm. there's no point in doing that because the elves i thought to myself is, is it my head or consciousness making up a character to talk to me do you, do you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Rather than me smoking this stuff and then going to another dimension and talking to them, is it all just made up? Like even trying to describe to someone a dream is just impossible. And is, the curiosity is, I think you should try it. Then there was a great shout out to Lex. Yeah. He must have had a tear because <laughs> he, he was just gushing over him. And I think it's real humility from Joe when you say that uh, interview is better than my interview in regards to the favor interview. Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I think Joe realizes his shortcomings sometimes. I, I think that'd be difficult for some people to do. Obviously, his success is great, but I, I just, I thought that was a real stand-up move by um, Joe. And Simon, are you stunned that the uh, 180-day UFO drop just is getting no traction anywhere, anyhow? Well, I want to see if it actually happens. Like, I just, it seems so weird that nobody's talking about it. I feel it's like um, Tom DeLonge, where we all scoffed and rolled our eyes, and it turns out that was like the most honest presentation of what's going on. I mean, is that what you feel now? Is that how we feel now? That Tom DeLonge, no, I mean, Tom DeLonge has his own bag of, like, uh, shit that he brought along with it. And sometimes I wonder, like I've said this before, if he wasn't just like another, um, what's his name type situation, uh, Bob Lazar, where they don't even know they're being played. You and your 5D chess. No, what I'm trying to say is Tom DeLong is like uh, they talked about Alex Jones later on. It was right about more than he was crazy about. I mean, it would seem so now. After, on, yes. after the fact. So, I mean, I think he needs to be back on. 
and I think we'll be pleasantly surprised. Well, it's not getting traction in media or whatever. There will be something released. Well, first of all, I don't think he'd go back on. I also don't think Joe would back, have him back on because Joe would have to publicly apologize for being kind of a dick Has realistically. Has happened before? Like, will Joe have Mike Tyson back on? After he scared the shit out of him? Yeah, I, I, I guess he... I don't know if he has to eat crow, but he's like, yeah, that time to long. He's smoking something. It turns out he was more right than wrong. That, that's all I'm saying. Listen, Simon, uh, even Simon, who's a believer, came over to my house after that episode and was like, did you happen to listen to Tom DeLong no, on Joe Rogan? We and all I was believed him. In- <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying is, you know, I, it, is it because he's a fucking cheesy rocker? Like, what it's is it? it? It has nothing to do with the music. Well, I want to know, Simon, what do you think? It's because it didn't make any sense why the fuck they picked Tom DeLong the to connection. be the guy. Where was the connection? How but, how does this work? But the connection is that they, the the government obviously needed some sort of buffer between them and the people. Like it would have been, hey, Kamar, it would have been too much to um, uh, to just drop it on us, I guess. And somewhat of a recognizable like, face something something to to lessen the blow but remember last week i was telling you guys about Luis elizondo and how he left to the stars academy um he was like the the guy in the government who worked for a tip left a tip and then started working with tom delong and he was what gave to the stars their credibility and he's now gone and i i wonder if tom delong loses his credibility along with him leaving like does To the Stars Academy now just become a entertainment division? It served its purpose. Do you know why that guy left? Was there a statement or anything? He said, I have nothing against them, but I don't want to be involved in the entertainment anymore. We have like kind of more important things to do. Um, I also, reading between the lines think that they're trying to distance themselves for some reason from to the stars academy so we'll see what happens there yeah well let's hope for 180 days to really have something come out um then they talked about uh endangered animal products like uh, ivory and stuff yeah and uh to get rid of ivory is one of the reasons why plastic became so predominant yeah plastic is everywhere yeah like it's in the woods it isn't but um Right, I it just was listening. I was thinking how important plastic is, and what would we do, and how much more expensive stuff would be without plastic. Hey, Maddie, yeah. did you pick that up? What it, in in the woods? It isn't. Well, I mean, you it's might be able to find plastic, plastic. somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> but other than that, it's yeah. everywhere. They just found it in the first. Uh, they found microplastic in the first human embryo. For the it's, first time, it's actually, part of us. Yeah. Well, again, like, think about the fish. Like, if you go to the ocean, microplastic is fucking everywhere. Because nothing disappears. No, it has no, there's no, uh, what's it, uh, it doesn't biodegrade at all. Like, it, it will stay on the earth forever. And it's a fossil fuel. Well, we make it using petrol, yeah. So that's, that's the biggest thing now. I mean, we'll get into it in the next uh, review, but. I don't know how we get away from plastic. 
we need it for so much stuff and it makes so much stuff affordable. But even then, what we can do is use the plastic that we already have as opposed to making more of it. That's kind of that's kind of what we should be doing as opposed to creating more. So my next question for you guys is uh, fur, bad, indifferent, or it's cool? For, for, for human uh, usage, wearing fur. I mean, again, I think wearing a mink coat is kind of a, like, there's no need for that. But a little bit, of, I don't know. I guess I'm fine with it. To me, it really depends on the animal. If, whether it's endangered or not, or it's like if it was killed well, at the end of its like, run. I don't like how people wear coyote fur just because they don't like coyotes. Um, <laughs> I I think you should wear like fucking beaver fur. Like, I don't give the fuck about the beavers, you know? I think you, you do one, you do all like leather shoes you have no problem with. I mean, I cows personally, are, cows are all right. I don't wear leather shoes, but well, we kill cows for meat. So that's kind of a, might as well use the whole thing. We're right? already, we're already there. Well, I, yeah. I don't know if you do one, you do all, but I understand. I mean, I have a Canada goose jacket, so I really can't say shit. Is that fox fur yeah. or something? No, it's coyote fur. I don't, I don't like what that stands for. You know that? Well, I don't like coyotes, Simon. So there you go. Well, does anyone yeah. like coyotes? Too. Well, that's, uh, I do. That's your choice, Maddie, and that's like that's okay. Then you know you can wear it, and I don't want to wear it because I like coyotes. But I'd wear a mink shawl because I don't give a fuck about mink. You know? No, you wouldn't. You don't want to look that gaudy. I'd wear the mink. No, shawl. but of course not. But if like they were fancy slippers that kept my feet really warm, and they were made of uh, see these loafers, former gophers. Well, he was so Perfect. proud of his seal shoes. Eh? Yeah, he really was. Yeah, <laughs> like really proud of them. Seal leather, and his giraffe, giraffe wallet. Of course, he uh, wanted. He, he pulled wanted them all Joe out. Know. Yeah, he was like, "Look at my pen." I suppose we're all meat eaters, so like maybe one of us was a vegan, we might pull back. But yeah, I guess we're just, indifferent. Just so I don't forget, um, right at the end of this episode, he does an ad. It, like, was that not so fucking weird? Malice did. Michael Malice, he did a plug for uh, shout out for his underwear. Oh, oh, for on behalf of Legion Skank, the sheath. Well, it was he. It's their. It's his sponsor too. I feel he has that rapport with Joe that he can uh, bust that out. Why do you think he? Why do you think he's such great friends with Joe? I don't think he's such great friends. With because Joe. this podcast, they just came to. He had nothing. I mean, he's selling his new book, which we should mention he's trying to write about how worse things are for people sort of to your point about Francis Naganu. Yeah. That you guys think things are bad here or authoritative. People were eating their kids at one point. So let's pump the brakes, but uh, they're just shooting the shit. Like he didn't come here for any specific reason. There's a rap line from homeboy Sandman. It's uh, we are the 1% locally. We are no, we are the ninety nine percent locally. We are the one percent globally. And he came all the way from New York City, so I mean, he he obviously doesn't care about COVID. He's not paranoid of that. But yeah, but he also just did Lex's. Like he's on the tour. He was literally just on Lex's podcast. So I expected him. I expected him to. This may be a problem with when this was recorded, but I think is relatively within this time period. Yeah, new. I think this was recorded like this week. Because he, he uh, posted on Tuesday, I really think you should uh, download Spotify. I think implying that he was like, you want to hear my podcast, but he didn't know it was coming the um, juggernaut the next day. 
Um, then he talked about the calculator. There was a time when the calculator was a, a something to, to behold the technology. Well, yeah, it was like I have one on my watch. Check this out. You know Remember, what that I was mean? like the fucking. And it's Eric Weinstein and Brett Weinstein, right? Mm-hmm. So I watched his Dark Horse, and they posed a question: What do you think humanity will look like in a million years? Oh, a fiery hellscape. And it, was his, it was him and his wife. <laughs> it was him and his wife, and he said there will be no humanity. Yeah, I agree. And she said there will be humans in other solar systems. Or, or nothing. Completely gone. Yeah, I'm with Carl Sagan. The whole, there's either a ton of them out there or there's none. So we think we're meant to be extinct. Oh, that's just part of the... Yeah. The life cycle, things come and go. There is no reason for us to ever be forever. Or we're in a fucking well, simulation. We figure, or we figured that out. Like I said, because if you can just put a giant, if you could just put a giant supercomputer underground where no meteor could ever affect it, no weather pattern could ever affect it, nothing, and we could just live in this fucking cycle of. Keep in mind too, it doesn't even have to be a continuous cycle like the Matrix. It just kept re. It got to a point where you just started over again. Maybe we're just constantly living from 1983 on. You don't like it when he goes down this road, eh, Simon? Oh, he's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it when we go to the simulation road. Okay, it's my just, bad. It's my, no, no, but it, it's good to have everything on the table. Um, but then, no, but Kamara, I, I bring it up because, like, again, that's that's the only way around it that I see. There's so there's so many variables of what can wipe us out at any given moment, quickly. Like, like uh, from a volcano to uh, earthquake, th- th- any to the meteor, you, dude, to we, the pandemic. You and I could sit here with an, a laundry list of extinction level events, and then we could get someone, and then we could get someone smarter in here, and they would bring up fifty thousand that we haven't even thought of. You know what I mean? So, agreed. there's just so many things that could take us out. I just got him back though. Simon, do you like it when he goes down the simulation road? I don't. Matt? Yeah. Or or Joe? No, Matt. Matt just I don't know if you froze, but he started talking about the simulation. I was like, I don't want to go down that road. I don't that I I mean, I don't uh, I've stopped thinking like that. That's not how I'm living my life right now. So, but I'll entertain it. I have oh, if, you, if Matt wants we, to talk about it by all means. We will entertain care. it, but I want to say I don't like going down that road because it's so hard to explain or wrap your head around. Keep in mind, I wasn't going I, deep. All I was saying was that I... What I was saying, Simon, was that there's so many variables that can kill us in a, in an instant. And I mean, even if even if you consider five years an instant, if you think about the big scheme of things, if you can wipe out all of humanity in five years, that's an instant. There's a lot of things that could do that. And I just see, unless you lived on some planet in some solar system where maybe you were the only planet and maybe there was... Well, that's possibly what we have. That, that, but we're not the only planet. The only planet with life in the solar system. That's no, what, what I said was maybe you're the only planet in a solar system and there's no debris, there's no... Me- I mean, we don't know, right? Uh, I'm not a scientist, but I, I think you can't have a solar system unless you have multiple planets. No, but finish your thought, Matt. Sorry, what, were, sorry. what were you saying? Well, no, so what I'm saying is just with all these things that can end humanity so quickly, it seems more likely than not that, you know even if we make it another 10,000 years that I just, I don't know. We'd have to figure out everything in that 10,000 years and maybe we will, but. Well, let, let me ask you an honest question, both of you. If you were like a betting man, would you put your money on the world going extinct before you go extinct? No. Okay. That's saying it so has you think 50 years left. 
minimum 50 years left. I'm giving you guys like 40, 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. So you think there's at least 40 or 50 years left of the world? Yeah. I mean, again, a meteor could hit tomorrow and I'd be dead wrong. But I think as far as like, I don't think we're going to, I don't think we've done enough damage to wipe ourselves out in 50 years. But I, you know, past that, it's real possible. As far as the human selfishness goes, I hope I'm here to see the end of the world. Like, I'd be super bummed if I died and it ended 10 years later. Like, ah. Really? Well, no, you, I you, feel totally the opposite. You'd be bummed if you died and then 10 years later, aliens came down. I mean, you don't know, but it's that sort of thing. Like, everyone, we've implied that everyone thinks things are going to happen in their lifetime for some reason. What's that Vigo movie, The Road? Yeah. Who wrote that? I do not know that. Simon knows. Simon's froze. Oh, he's froze. Okay, well, either way, all you have to do, if you've seen The Road, Kamar, that to me, like, that's, I don't want to, I don't want to be around for that. No fucking way. But that, that, When do you think that's going to happen? The Road? Yeah. Like, it, it, again, if you were a betting man and you had to put your money on it, when do you think uh, it's going to be bad? Well, I personally feel like... Um... There's an ebb and flow. I think right now we're in a real, a bad spot. Cormac McCarthy. Thank you, Cormac McCarthy. I truly believe, Simon, that somewhere in the next 10 years, um, there's going to be some sort of, I don't know, awakening. I don't know if that's the right word. But like, we're all going to come together. I think it's, I think we're closer now to coming together than we realize. I think we're at the precipice where, I think everyone's starting to realize that like fighting each other isn't doing anything. And that's just put there to distract us from what we should be fighting, which I don't know what it is, but... On the drive over, I was listening to a CBC reporter. Uh, no, no, a scientist was talking to a CBC reporter and saying how we have to start looking at ourselves as species above anything else. Mm-hmm. Rather, Republicans, conservatives, liberals, black, white, uh, American, Mexican, like, we're all so much the same. And uh, I mean, keep I, I in mind, though... I hope you're right. Keep in mind, you know, Simon will be the first to tell you that there's monkeys out there that, you know... They don't look at it that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will be the first to tell you that. Do you but, guys think... Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, but that's a great example, right? Like, we're from monkeys, and they, they're they the exact same. Like, they're like, listen, yeah, they're monkeys too, but fuck them. This is our shit. And that's very much us. We're sorry, pretty Simon. sure we're from monkeys, or we know we're from monkeys? Okay, well, we're pretty mm. sure. I mean, I'm 99. We're from, we're from something related to monkeys. Go ahead, Simon. I said we're on something related. No, 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 but you had a question before that, but I cut you off. Oh, yeah, right. Um, I don't even... It wasn't anything important. Don't worry about it. I don't remember. Okay, so... um... Uh, Oh, wait, yeah, I remember. It was uh, Michael Malice and Lex. I feel like that's a genuine friendship. Yes. Did you watch their podcast together? Uh, no, I listened to it. Oh, they I gushed over it. each other. Yeah, yeah. They're, you can tell they're really... Uh, and I, 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 I can see why. Like, he explained it really well. Like, this is a guy who... Like, they really have a lot in common as far as, like, where they came from. And when you think about it, Lex... No, no. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, please. Go ahead. Well, I just... Lex... When he, when he said it, too, I was like, Lex really is like a... He's not your average Russian. Just in, like, his... Like, he's a very gentle... Like polite, you know. It warms my cockles. Have you guys have come around oh, to Lex? It is nothing again. I, I think Lex. I could be best friends with Lex. Oh, I I think. We've got I think part. that. 
I think that Michael Malice, though, like they're so di- diametrically opposed. Like I just I have a hard time believing they those two guys can have honest conversations and not just constantly having to be like biting their tongues in order to make it work. Does that make sense? But what if Malice gets Lex to change teams? Well, that would be something. Wouldn't that be a power couple? <laughs> and who would be the bottom? Uh, serious stuff though. Joe doesn't like pranks. What do you guys feel about pranks? I don't like pranks either, Kumar. But you appreciate hearing about a prank that's pulled on someone else. Oh, absolutely. And you don't like? I thought you meant pranks on me. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's sort of like. I think a good, <laughs> I don't care for them. <laughs> a good prank where no one gets hurt. Who doesn't like a good prank? Like I, one I, way or the other, yeah. I think it's almost like a, a a real. You show someone you care about them. If you pull a prank on them, to go so far to like, yeah, how how elaborate the ruse may be or whatever, but it, I, if someone pranks me, I'm like, I don't, I, I can imagine the example where it could be too bad, like I, I don't Your get arrested. Definition or of a prank: a pr- somebody jumping out from a behind a corner and scaring you a prank, or that, does it have that, to that's be? That's the like- simplest of pranks. No, like you're asleep at night and someone, you know breaks into your room and puts four carrots in your anus and you wake up and that's on the line. Okay. <laughs> Still, if that's all, the whole prank, I'm all right with that. <laughs> hey, Kamar, what, that. What if the prank is like us shaving your eyebrows off while you sleep and painting on eyebrows that look like you're angry all the time, you know, do I have a job where I have to go to the next day? <laughs> well, this is what I'm good. This is what I'm alluding to is like, I'll, I'm going to play Joe for a second here. You know, anything you do can result in death. So that prank could go awry. And if you didn't pull it, then that person goes on living their lives. You know, I don't know. Well, They're that, throwing a wrench into the works. That brings me to my story of the week. Well, pardon me, it may have been last week. But these guys, YouTubers, ran up on a group of people with um, cleavers to scare them. And someone put a gun and shot them dead. They were trying to make a prank video and it went horribly wrong. Well, dude, have you seen? I've seen so many of those, like those guys that go into the hood and do that shit. So I think those pranks are uh, pranks on strangers that probably are not a good thing to do. But pranks with friends to share a, a folly, like the the prank they did on Lewis, trying to convince him he was uh, yeah, bisexual. that's hilarious. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. So yeah, but the prank is spiking the drink. Like as much as I see the humor in it, I don't you know, know what I mean? Prank. Yeah, I know. See, I was just that's... about to say, I, but like. I wouldn't like that to happen to me. I, I think 99% of people wouldn't like that, but I don't think that's a, pr- I don't, Ari's an outlier. I, that's not a prank. I agree. I don't, I don't consider only that a prank. with acid. That's assault. Uh, again, mo- Molly, that's not, that's a whole different story. Well, no, I, one or all. Um, no, again, why does it have to be one or all? <laughs> well, you're saying it's already if you spike with Molly, but not already if you spike with acid. He froze. Oh, I was, I was like, fuck. He's really thinking <laughs> about this one. No, I was like, Kamar got Elon him. Kamar got him. <laughs> no, dude, I honestly was like, gotcha. Because the thing is with those things is the dose. I could spike you with a bit of acid. You don't even know it. And you may feel fine. Like a point of a point. Yeah. And I definitely could give you too much Molly. They'd be like, oh, like. The problem with like those drugs, though, is the like we talk about like weed and schizophrenia and stuff like you don't know it could trigger something in that person 
I That's can, why I would never fuck with dosing someone in any way, shape, or form ever. So, Simon, you said it's all right to do, dose you with Molly, but not acid, right? Well, I don't <laughs> want you to dose me with either. Yes. I'm going to preface this. But you're saying the lesser <laughs> evil. Hey, it, you guys stop right now. I'll, I'll come over there. Like, I've had enough of this. What? Why don't we stop at the break then? Like, he's crying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. No, I just I can, okay, it's crazy. Simon, I set there's a cord. You can literally sit at the other end of the room. Yeah. It's I'll, fine. I'll wear a mask. It's all good. Don't worry. I'll about sit it. outside. Fine, okay. Just, well, let's finish this piece then. How about that? I don't think they can be friends. That's what I'm saying. I think it's a big sham. I didn't want to allude to it like that, but that's what I'm talking about. Lex and Malice? I just I don't know. I, again, I feel like there's a lot of like not saying how you really feel. You know? Really? That's a, interesting. Go on. I want to hear more about this. It's just a feeling. You well, don't know anything. No, no. I absolutely don't know anything, but... I froze. <laughs> <laughs> what what I think is, is, is the interesting thing... <laughs> uh, thank you, listeners, for bearing with us. Um, don't even apologize anymore. This is how it is, guys. Welcome to the show. I'm not apologizing. I'm just expressing yeah. gratitude. Um, the thing is, the common thread of all these people is Joe. Yeah. So no Joe. I don't think Lex and Michael. You know what I mean? It's possible. I, I'll disagree with you there. I feel like those two find each other in some way, shape, or form. He's an author. Lex is you know, like... Oh, we totally lost him. He, no, he's, he's just he's like grabbing, on his way over here. He's in a car, double masked up, and uh, oh no, he's gonna try to reconnect. <laughs> double masked up. Um, here hypotheticals. I just think there's Joe is a huge common thread with a lot of these guys and gals relationships. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I feel like in those two, like do you, you just do you ever feel like two people will find each other no matter what? Like that kind, of, and I'm not saying in like a, a like a destiny love kind of way. I just mean like those two guys. I feel like would have crossed paths in some way, shape, or form. Joe or not, I could be wrong. Maybe you're. Compl- I, I'm agreeing with you 100%. Kamar, Joe is. I can't say no. There's no way they. I know you can't. The same way I can't say for sure. And you know what, Simon? They're both from like Europe or Eastern Europe. Like, of course they have a. They're a both like Ukrainian Jews. Connection. Yeah. I froze again. <laughs> we had enough time to formulate our position and say, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, man. He's um, so pissed. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. back. Listen, listen. All I was saying about these two guys, I know they're both from Eastern Europe. I agree with that. Both Jews. When I listen to the podcast, I imagine them in a room together trying to talk where Lex is bent on spirituality and everyone being good and you know michael malice does not think like that he's an anarchist it's it's so opposed but simon almost felt like they were pandering to each other no simon you've got to watch it i I was just going to say if the visuals tell a totally yeah the visuals tell a totally different story you you just watch five minutes i think you'll see the chemistry yeah but but the point i tried to make simon was is it possible that the common thread with this is Joe Rogan or would they have found each other without Joe? No, because there's no way that Lex ever has a podcast that anybody listens to. If it's not for Joe, yeah, Rogan. If we go that and that's, that's the chicken. Or the no, egg. no offense to Lex. Like, no, 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 
We're not but he just would. Here. He just wouldn't. Lex would be a name that you would have never heard unless he invented a Joe Rogan android. Uh, and Matt thinks no matter what happened, heaven and earth, they were going to find each other. Oh, they're soulmates. <laughs> well, listen, if you believe in fate, which I do, I might have to agree with Matt. Um, if you're going to break a bone, you want to break an arm. Over leg. I don't want to have uh, this conversation because I don't want to jinx shit. Okay, I just want to okay. fucking. Okay, we'll <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, Simon? I've broken both. And I think the leg was worse. The leg is the worst. Just the mobility. You're going to lose something, but if you lose a leg, like it's, it changes everything, especially if stairs are part of your life. But I don't want to lose either. No. So we'll just go. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Then they talked about the interesting about Douglas Murray commenting on uh, every time a civilization crumbles, the gender thing uh, rises up. Uh, just before it I'm, crumbles. I'm not describing it in the, in the right way, but... Just before it crumbles, the it, gender thing like tends a, to... Uh, yeah. There's a correlation. So does that mean we're on the precipice of crumbling or North America or America's on the... If we were to deduct from that, because is this around the world as well? Can I tell you the difference, though, I think, Kay, is that um, we... Like Rome, for example, which is the example that they use often to cite this this thing, is they went through like total depravity of, well, I guess that's us too. I was going to say sex. And then once they there was nothing else left, it kind of, you know, right? That was the end of the sexual revolution. But it's the end of a civilization is not an extinction event. It's just the beginning of something else. Well, Kamar, you brought up a good point that I, that I think we need to touch on. You said, is this everywhere in the world? And I think the thing is this is, and I'm I'm speaking as a straight white male right now, so I don't know the plight. Uh, pronouns? Yeah, whatever. I don't, know the, <laughs> I don't know the plight of a transgender here or anywhere in the world, but I will say this. I assume if you're transgendered in North America, it's 150 times better than being transgendered in a lot of other in places. Congo. Precisely. So I think... I think a lot of the times what we do in North America is we look at it like you're just some whiny little bitch. But I think we need to look at it like the greater good as in like if I think in North America, if we. And I'm looking at this from the other side, the we're, uh, society isn't crumbling. If we start treating transgender people a lot better then it, it trickles down into the world. Because I think, you know, there's a lot of a lot of places in the world where you just get killed. Well, we, I agreed we should not mistreat them. No, of course. I'm just I'm what I'm saying is I, I'm with you. Like we we go above and beyond here to where, you know, there's high school boys beating the shit out of high school girls because they feel like they're a woman, whatever the On fuck that day. Yeah. And, you know, obviously that's a problem. But I'm saying is. I don't know. Well, the, the biggest thing that um, I thought Michael Malice pointed out is the odds of five, a group of friends having like three of them. Yeah. Transgender is basically impossible. At the, at a young age. Yeah. So I, and, and, and so that's where it's confused with mistreating when we say, say not acknowledge it or question it or like, are you, are you ready? Like, like believe all genders. I I don't know what the, the tag. I know what you mean. Yeah. You can't listen, especially young kids. Like, I wanted to get my fucking ear pierced when I was young. And my mom was like, no. And looking back, I'm like, thanks, ma. Well, getting your ear pierced and turning your vagina into a penis or vice versa are slightly different. I understand. I'm just saying there's there's decisions you want to make as a kid that you think are the shit. 
that you're like, I'm, I know what I'm doing. I know who I am. And you grow up a bit and you're like, oh, that's not the person I was. Listen, I'm not the person I was seven years ago. I'm definitely not the person I was 20 years ago. So, you know, grain of salt. Yeah, I, I think we should agree that it's like, again, the magic number is usually 18. You want to make these big decisions, like, and not in a way like it's, we're holding you back. It's just. Yeah, ch chill. Change happens. That's all I'm saying. Now. The same way there's a legal age to smoke or to vote. It's arbitrary. Do I don't know what the number should yeah. be, but I mean, we always throw the number 25 for the lobe to be formed. I, I don't know. Well, you don't know what the number should be for smoking either, but they put a number on it. You know what I mean? So let's also keep in mind too. We live in a different, like we live in a different world than the kids nowadays. You know, in our day, there was no way that five five people in a group were going to be transgendered because just because of the odds. Like you said, nowadays with the internet, you never know. But it's it's like, again, I think it's the power of suggestion. I agree. Not the actual phenomenon or whatever it is of it. I'm just playing Diablo Avocado that in this day and age, you could argue that if a kid felt like they were transgendered, they could find a group in their area and become friends with... Th through the ability to communicate quickly. And that's find, all I'm saying. Like, be, yes. That's fair. Um, now, have you guys grown to have compassion for Roseanne? Because you guys used... Well, like, fuck Roseanne. She's loud and annoying. Have you come around like she got done dirty? Or you, no. You still don't care? I, I don't think she got done dirty. Listen, you can't... I'll tell you why. You don't... You can't show up to work. Like, you work at a... Like, you worked at Whole Foods, Kamar. Do you think if you showed up every day ranting and raving loud, un, un, uh, unprovoked about Trump, do you think you would have been, like, reprimanded? Yeah, I, I probably would have got a chance to uh, be told you can't express your political opinions to offend other people. A I believe she was. No, she tweeted something and lost her show and everything. No, but she had and then... She was on she, and But alcohol. she then alluded... When she went on Rogan, she alluded to the fact that on set, she had a lot of problems with other people because of her political views, which I which they, leads... Go ahead, Simon. Go ahead, Simon. I was just going to agree with you, so go on. They, they, they were doing that to her, you know? You, you're agreeing with Kamar? No, no, no. I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying like... She made her bed. Yeah, I think she was very vocal on set. And again, like, I don't... I think if you show up on set and people know you're a Trump supporter, they have no problem with it. They're going to work with you. They're all there to make millions of dollars. I think if you're making work life impossible and you're like, you're like, George Soros is... Because who knows? You, you can't even... you don't, Maybe she was showing up to work on Ambien and saying all this crazy shit. Roseanne was, thought that she was the star which she was, but the big enough star that she could get on there and use it to yeah. express her views. And the network said, hold, hold the phone. You're not the boss. We're the boss. And we saw what happened. Whether she got done dirty because of that, Kamar, is a whole other story. But I don't think it had to do with that tweet. I think that tweet was their opportunity to take this lady down. Yeah, that was the catalyst. And to sure. me, that, that translates to being done dirty. Okay. Well. I, I, I can agree with that, too. Both of you, I think, are correct. It's now, like, after the fact, the overcorrection or whatever, at the time, it was like a no-brainer. Well, this is what these companies do, but... My other thing, too, is, like, I've been in she a... She is the star of the show. Sure. My other thing, too, is I've been in a coma, and I don't go on random racist tweet storms. Like, Joe tends to use... She was on Ambien and alcohol as well. I know, that's fine. Listen, that I'll take as an excuse, for sure. But Joe uses this, like, head trauma thing as an excuse for wild behavior. And I just like, and again, you could argue like, well, you had some head trauma, but it didn't cause that. Fine. 
I just don't know that you can use that as like. No, Joe uses that. What I'm more getting at, we want to uh, have a society or life where there is redemption. And of course. Like, like there can't just be, you do this, it's over. Yeah, I agree with that. It, 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 but I, I don't know if we're still in that period of adjusting. Um, you know The Bachelor? Yeah. There was a contestant on it who wore a mega hat or something. Okay. And the host didn't condemn her. And now he's had he's had to apologize for not condemning her. Because he said, let's let's do a grain of salt here. Let's let's uh, not jump to the gun. And that was too much. He didn't do anything bad. He tried to speak measured about it. So we're still in this sort of like. I just don't get it. Like you have to realize that people are going to not agree with you politically on every single thing. Or they're going to like even be on the complete other side. And that's, I don't know. We're definitely in a weird place right now with cancel culture. The left is out of control. No doubt. I agree. And they suffered a blow this weekend. Well, Biden's government's out of control already anyway. They're, they're right back to status quo. All the fucking, everyone who's rich is just getting billion-dollar contracts left, right, and center. So oh, we knew that was going to happen. Fuck Joe Biden as well. Um, so I think... Well, Joe Biden wasn't Bernie. Come on. Everybody knew that, right? No, I know. I'm just... I Listen, I was anti-Trump, and I spoke shit about him, and I said that when this guy comes in, I'm going to talk shit when he fucks up, and Joe Biden is status quo guy. But it's interesting watching the news with his handcuff now. Because they just had Trump that they could shit on forever. And now they're like, do we criticize him? Do we just big him up? Uh, this Just saying he's doing great every day is not really uh, controversial enough. But the media is dead. <laughs> Here we go. I find the most credible program is, uh, you know, Fox 5 with Greg Guttenberg? Yeah. One person, Juan Williams, is the liberal. Yeah. And they all shit on him. Yeah. And and like he's a kicking post, but he expresses the other side, at least to put it out there. Yeah. The others don't do that, I don't find. They're just we're right, they're wrong, they gotta be shut down. Which I think everyone if they just at least went that far to have the other voice, whether they'll pile on every time and grandstand, at least have that because they're not news anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. This last week has been the impeachment trial. There was an actual military coup. Yeah, in Myanmar. I, that was not on the news. Like, there's stuff going on on the planet, you know, but they don't care about that. Yeah. Like, it's not news anymore. So I just, like, they agreed journalism dead, and I hope. Stop saying that, though. I hate, well, no, traditional journalism. Mainstream. Do you think CNN, Fox, all these will even be around in 20 years? Well, they're massive conglomerates that are part of you. Yeah, they will be. But I think it's only old people who watch traditional news. And young people don't even fuck with that. Yeah, but they will shift. I'm telling you, they They'll will. They'll just become podcasts or whatever, and then it'll ruin it. And then you'll start listening so. to Morse code or something, because that'll be the next big thing. I, th- I think there'll be some sort of day of reckoning where they will have to revamp and be more like um, PBS. Like, it was interesting. Did- I love Frontline, by the way. Just the facts, without without a an opinion or uh, what you should think of it. You know what I mean? Because um, the obviously Trump got out of the uh, impeachment, the second one, yeah. And the lawyer that defended him was saying, because they um, they took a tweet, two tweets as evidence, mm-hmm. and one of them they doctored it and put a blue check mark on it. 
to make it look like it was Trump for sure, but they can't verify that. And another one, they changed the date, literally, to make it look like it was closer to. So they literally made up evidence. And the reporter's like, well, are you just talking about this and this? Saying, that's not that bad. Yeah, no. To make up evidence. Yeah. So I think there'll be a day of reckoning. And Well, there's a day of reckoning. He got off because they made up evidence. No, the media's suffering for its misleading. Like, is it, the media's like this, like five things that could help save your family after these messages. Yeah. Which is just like, I can't think of what the example is, but the five things that save your family are more important than commercials if it's real journalism. Agreed? I mean, yes and no. Like, we know we know for a fact that you can read a Matt Taib, Taibbi, Taibbi article, but it's going to have ads on it. Does that does that take away from the from what's in the article? Mm. Well, I think you're a leg up if you're reading an article. You're saying there's a there's a thumbnail or a cookie. Well, or whatever, of course there has right to there. be right. Like there's that's what pays for all this stuff to get done. So I'm just curious. Like I'm with you, Kamar. I get what you're saying. There should still be one hour of of uninterrupted news. Just the facts. Well, again, that's that has no uh, advertisement attached to it, so no one can pay for anything to be fucking one way or the other. I agree. There should be that. I'm just saying that there is good journalism that has advertising behind it. I it think still exists. I think it's gone in 20 years. Or I hope it's gone in 20 years. Uh, do we feel, aside from someone uh, starting a civil suit or something, the media has no reason to talk about Trump anymore? The media, if the media really cares, like the left-leaning media, if they really care, they will just, they won't cover it at all. At all. That's the best, right? Because they made this monster. So what they, if they want it gone, what they do is they don't cover it at all. We have an unless agreement. he shows up somewhere with a gun and shoots someone. He, nothing is covered. Leave it fucking be. He could warrant coverage, but if they do it, they are. You're like, just gonna fuel this fire, and he'll be back in four fucking years, stronger than ever, and they're just gonna vote him back in because Biden, like, ugh. Exactly. Well, this is will be a real interesting social experiment because the ratings are down so much. They need him to boost their ratings, but they fought for so long to get them out. So what happens? Do they cave for the dollar or do the principles shine through? They can't have them. That's the only saving grace. And that's why I say media is dead if they continue to try to be the bed horse. Uh, so it, was it adorable it came up with the conversation when Jamie gets flustered? You know when they say CNN's uh, ratings drop and then Joe's like, you you mean the right <laughs> well, did you hear Michael Malice? Well, no, Michael Malice was like, no, no, I understand where you're getting railroaded by Joe right now. Explain yeah. exactly what you mean. Michael yeah. Malice is a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... I, I well, Jamie's saying they're like, Joe, I'm trying to read through. the chart properly here, and you're just trying to take the numbers you want. But it's adorable when Jamie gets flustered. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but it, it, I, I, thought, I thought it was absolutely adorable. But uh, the thing I've been talking about, or try to talk about, is how Michael Malice decided, the DNC decided Biden was going to be president. We all, we all agree that. Yeah. So, I mean, they did it to Bernie before as well with Hillary. So it's no, there's nothing new there. But like whoever, the DNC is three letters. There's got to be people behind it. Are they actually in charge? I don't know who's part of the DNC. I've never looked into this. We're, we live in Canada. Do you understand so I, I'm asking? I know what you're saying. You're saying the DNC is the Democratic National, National Convention. Committee, but a group of people decided who's going to be president 
Did they, they say, well, now you go. We made you president now. Govern us. Or is there actual a puppetry? Puppet I don't know. That's what it sounds like to me. Puppet master. Yeah, okay, agreed. Um, Hold on, real quick, because I have a note on my phone, but I can't look. Um, what did Joe, Joe's afraid of something. Snakes, sharks. monkeys, sh- was it sharks? No, it wasn't sharks. Simon? In this episode? Yes, in this episode. I, I, don't, I don't remember, but I remember him being afraid of something. He specifically brought up like one of those like irrational... Pranks, heights? No, it wasn't heights. It was an animal of some sorts. Fuck was me. it an animal? I thought it was something he didn't want to do. Bears? Either way, I'm gonna pull it up at the break, and I'll fucking then I'll then I'll have it. Speaking of uh, getting rid of Trump, uh, White House um, Deputy Press Secretary just uh, resigned mm-hmm. because he threatened to ruin the career of a reporter who was trying to do a story about him dating another reporter. Is that even news? <laughs> Is that even like? They have nothing without Trump. Anyways, did you guys hear uh, corporate news or China news, as we refer to now, banned uh, BBC in China because they did a story about the Uyghurs? <coughs> well, I mean, we well, that, that surprises you. But they were sort of talking about it. Like, is there influence or not? I couldn't believe Michael Miles didn't know about the NBA thing in China. Was Joe totally butchered? Yeah, Joe did a it terrible job. one general manager yeah, the Houston put Rockets. his support behind the protesters in Hong Kong. Yeah. And then China's clapped back and all the NBA players go, he should try to th- talk about things he does know. Yeah, LeBron was the first one. Fuck LeBron. Shut the fuck up, LeBron. Okay, we're, we're almost getting done there, Simon. We'll get you over here. Who is paying Greta? Wait, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Sorry. How the fuck does Michael Malice not know yeah. the NBA story? I, I don't know. That 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 just stuck out as weird, but he's got a yeah, lot going on. Sounded like he was playing dumb. Well, no, because it's interesting because he mentioned in like almost the same breath, like there's a million terrible stories out there that you've never even heard of. And it's like, well, here's a, here was a glaring one, Michael, that you that you missed. But I'd say he, in his defense, he's not a sports guy whatsoever. This was outside of the sports realm to me. You, I mean, I guess you don't agree. I, I agree. It was fully within the... No, no, we're saying why he didn't know about it. Yeah, okay. And that's what I'm saying. But Joe is not in the sports realm either. And Joe knew about it. This was a story about cancel culture and all that it's stuff right that up, was going it's right on up, at It's right up his alley. That was right up his alley. Yeah. In any event, I thought the more glaring thing was Joe butchered it telling... He doesn't know anything more about it now than he did before. Jamie would have come to his defense, but Joe had already shut him down with the CNN stats. So Jamie was just like, I'll let you butcher this He's one on your own. <laughs> um, who is paying Greta? Like, how is she making money? Who is paying Greta? I don't know. Does that even make well, she, sense? She's probably on, like, buses in Europe as, like, a spokes, a spokesman for Copenhagen Green. And they're just tossing a cast for her likeness? Yeah, something like that. They're making Greta dolls. They're, uh, well, who knows? Dude, she's probably secretly a 35-year-old midget who, like, smokes two packs a day and hates her life right now. Who's just constantly littering? <laughs> just doesn't give a fuck? I thought there was um, an inspirational moment when uh, they referred to um, Gorbachev and Reagan both being simulated... Uh, Reacting to nuclear attacks, and they both like, I'm not doing it. And like Joe said, well, China isn't like that. 
no one can predict what China can, would do. China right? wouldn't. I, no. I don't think anyone would. But China definitely wouldn't. Why would you? Why would you nuke we, 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 your we, number we, one we, purchaser of we, goods? We've gone over this. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. You kill them to kill yourself. It's yeah. But just the example, of those two guys saying, oh, "Well, I don't want to do it," just gives me a a glimmer of hope. Hope with human nature that uh, it's so stupid though. Then just get rid of the weapons, like. If we're all in agreement here, well, what are we have, doing? Well, unless they're to get rid of the asteroid. Unless they come in handy that way. But no, it makes no sense to have uh, crazy expensive weapons that we never want to use. Yeah. It just, it's, it's we're stupid. Um, you should also know that the U.S. upkeep of those facilities is like zero. Like but in, isn't that the, sorry. No, go ahead. Isn't that the same argument as um, like if you don't, do it and then you get attacked then everybody it's you like well, why weren't you keeping up the i don't know yeah i don't know we should just give but the swiss just give gone. all the nukes to the swiss and let them deal with them dump them in the ocean maybe you need them to protect yourself from the aliens well that's what kamar was saying no i sent the meteor well how do you know the meteor the umama or if there's aliens there's no way we have any technology that they can't thwart or deal with. It would be naive to think, well, they didn't see this one coming. And we'll actually we'll get that in the next one because there was some alien talk. Um, well, it's like Elon doesn't know. The oh, don't, name don't, of don't, do oh, don't, no, no, don't do it yet. Don't do it yet. Don't fucking do it yet. I have, I have so much to say. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're, we'll get there. Okay. Uh, I have um, so much to say. Uh, okay, we can wrap it up quickly. Um, so you guys heard about Cuomo? Governor Cuomo's no. new scandal? No. Lied about the numbers of deaths? Is this post-show or is this, did Miles bring this up? No, they, okay, they were shooting on Cuomo and Gavin Newsom. Yeah. And now Cuomo lied about deaths in the nursing home. Nursing? Little Mike Tyson there. <laughs> nursing home <laughs> uh, to make it not seem as bad as it was. Is it? And now everyone is moving to Austin. Like the, uh, uh, the Creaking Cave is a comic club in New York. They're moving like... They talk about the next episode as well. Is it possible that these two guys, Newsom and Cuomo, gave too much credit to their states? Like, we, we will recover. New York will recover. LA will recover. And they may have fucked up. Because I know in the beginning you were like, no, no, New York will bounce back. Have you changed at all? No. You still think it'll be? I have, a, I have faith in it. LA, listen, California will definitely. And for the just for the weather alone. California is not going fucking anywhere. The economy will turn around because they'll have to lower the tax rate. There's no choice. 54%, even as a Canadian, is insane. I, I, you know, New York will take longer for sure. Did it resonate you when Michael Malice said the subway no longer runs 24 hours? That fucked me up. I, I thought it might because that's something, well, it'll always be like this. Yeah, that definitely fucked me up. But you still think it'll, it'll just be a longer period of time but it'll be I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight. No, no. Definitely not. Nothing's going to happen overnight. Um, I mean, you've been to New York. Both of you have been to New York. It's like there's some, there's just something special about New York. And I know if I were to go there today, I would sense it's not the New York I once knew. Sure, but that doesn't mean it can't become the New no. Like, It may take 20 years. I uh, yeah, and it doesn't have to become the 80s New York before it becomes the 2020 New York again. Well, hopefully it was going down a bad path, just like how uh, Times Square turned into just like 
I mean, I'm sorry, this, like, it got too corporate. Too corporate, yeah. Maybe this is a, a break and it comes back more cooler. That'd be the only good thing. But I do think, just because in Canada, we are all locked down. So it's pretty consistent. Well, We're not all locked down. What are you talking about? Well, every, uh, save Newfoundland and British Columbia, like, everyone else is pretty consistent how we've locked down. Okay. I was going to say, BC is not really locked down. And no Newfoundland, but now they have to. They just had 10 cases, whatever. But relatively, mm-hmm. Quebec, Ontario, pretty similar. Mm-hmm. States is not like that. No. Like you have one state is super locked down. Us is open, having Super Bowls. I watched stuff. the Super Bowl. It, that shit was wide so open. They have no idea of consistency or what's working or not. Like you said, it'll be interesting the numbers. Uh, back to the um, politicians, Newsom, Cuomo, they should have resigned. Or should resign or should be punished. Aren't you proud of our politicians who did resign when they did something stupid? Well, a lot of them were forced to resign. Let's be clear. Well, these guys should be forced to resign too. It gave me a bit of pride in Canada that like we're like... The people here that resigned were in in no position to like... It's like, you know, Doug Ford would have to really fuck up for him to resign. There's no one really in place to be like, you have to resign. No, no, he's the leader. That's what I'm saying. So Newsom's in the same position where he's like, you want me out? Recall this bitch. Well, we'll and they're probably going to. We'll see what happens. I, it gave me a sense of pride in all those people. And uh, lastly, who... What, Michael Miles was like, I heard, was talking to someone and sometimes uh, podcasts don't go three hours. If you don't like someone, it only goes two hours. And then Joe said, we'll talk about after. You don't remember that? No. Yeah. It was Michael Miles just sounded like a dick. Like, you like me more than someone else. Because he talked to someone whose podcast only went two and a half hours or something. He said, that means you don't like that person. And this is around the same time he did his ad. So maybe <laughs> he overstayed his welcome. But that Were they mean, drinking? No. Michael Miles is, I think he's straight edge. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he... Uh... He doesn't do drugs, obviously. No, no, he doesn't. Because Joe's been drinking a lot and smoking a lot of cigars lately. He's very anti-weed in the studio. Is he? I, I think they're doing that uh, illegal tobacco, wacky tobacco, and then they smoke it hmm. off camera. I think he's just doing the heavy like dose before the show. He was high as giraffe dick last night at the UFC. Higher than oh, I've ever seen him. Higher than I've oh, ever seen him. I and I think Daniel Cormier was also high. Just off of smelling Joe? No, like I think he was... Because someone tweeted at John Anik and asked how much weed they smoked during the UFC, and he said a ton. He replied to the tweet and said a ton. And now, now I believe that the three of them are just in their green room getting fucking... Where was it? In Las Vegas? Yeah. And it's legal there? Yeah. Maybe cut loose. I don't know. I'm sure Dana wouldn't give a shit. I don't think Joe has to do a lot of prep. No. Before. Just shows up just with shows his up, fucking shirt. as hell and <laughs> starts screaming. And that, in a nutshell, is all my notes from Michael Miles. And I have a shit ton of notes for Elon as well. Yeah, it's going to be a long podcast. All right, well, let's uh, rate it. We'll start with Simon. Simon? (laughs) Bueller. Is he frozen? Bueller. I don't know. He he hasn't been on the screen for a while. Oh, okay. When was the last time he said something? There. Oh, Oh, that's me. (laughs) There we go. Simon, I hope hope nothing bad happened. Oh, that'd be terrible. Uh, Is he back then? I like Mal- Michael Malice. Oh, I forgot. The- one last thing. There's a little bit of therapy in this one, eh? When Michael Malice was talking about his body dysmorphia. Yeah, that was weird. 
It was weird. Yeah. Like he's I was of, out of left field. Totally. Totally out of left field. I didn't know what you were talking about at first, but yeah. He's going, come gutters, come gutters. Well, I, I don't like my body. And then yeah. Joe got into it. And that was, I think, the point they're saying. They're, they're closer than just a uh, commentator. Do you think, just, do you think do anyone you think likes their body? Go ahead, Simon. Sorry. I was going to say, do you think it could have anything to do with the fact that uh, um, Michael Malice probably got himself in hot water a couple of times with people because of, you know, being Michael Malice and felt like he better put on a little bit of weight just in case? No, he's too small. He's too small. Oh, and the last thing I forgot, he took way too much of a liberty texting someone while you're on the podcast. Oh, yeah. A lot of liberties. I, I thought I'm glad I, Joe shut that the fuck down. But I thought that was against offside. the rules. That was offside. No, I thought Joe had a rule. You leave your phone in the green room. I thought I've heard former guests say that. Oh, and we lost him again. <laughs> in, in any event, that like he was having a conversation that was so like, who do you think you are? Yeah, yeah. But Joe likes him. I like him. I give this a three. A three, okay. Simon, I give this one a. Uh... Three, a three as well. Yeah, my ratings fucked this week. I can't believe I fucked it up on the two episodes. <laughs> I give it a three. I give it a three. Well, I also give it a three. We have an agreement. I'm your father. Kamar loves it. Simon can't hear it, so he doesn't even know. I don't even know. Walk on down to Gorky Park. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, I guess that's it for that one. We are going to take a quick break pay a bill and uh we'll be right back white black guys this episode of the podcast is brought to you by betterhelp.com what interferes with your happiness are you feeling depressed you feel anger maybe it's anxiety stress eating away at your life maybe it's a self-esteem issue Uh, do you feel like there's something preventing you from achieving your goals i know for me uh, i had a wicked drinking problem in my 20s and uh it would have been nice if there had been someone there to help Luckily, I overcame it, and I can tell you right away, I feel much better. That's where BetterHelp comes in. Uh, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own professional licensed therapist. Uh, It's so convenient. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. Uh, You can usually start communicating with someone in under 24 hours. So that's good. You'll get that timely and thoughtful help that you need. Uh, This is not a self-help website. It is professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor at any time. Uh, As well, you can schedule weekly and video phone sessions. Um, We know that during COVID, the last thing you want to do is be going into a doctor's office, sitting in a waiting room, putting on the mask. Um, No one wants that. That's where BetterHelp is perfect. It's all done online, super convenient. Uh, It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they offer financial aid, and they're available worldwide, which is wonderful. Uh, There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available locally in many areas. You never know. You may live in a rural area. Um, They may not have a specific type of uh, counselor that you're looking for. So that's where BetterHelp also comes in handy. Uh, They offer licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem. As you name it, that's a lot of checked boxes. Uh, Anything you share is, of course, confidential. Uh, The website is convenient, professional, affordable. They do have testimonials on their website if you want to go check it out. Uh, They have so many people using BetterHelp right now that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So also, if you're a counselor and uh, you're having tough times during COVID, 
maybe head over to BetterHelp and see if you can get yourself a job. You never know. Uh, if you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Join over 1 million people taking charge in their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E for your 10% discount off your first month. Guys, go check them out. Thank you so much. Cut it out. All right. We are back. Back, baby. And we are socially distanced as fuck. Wow, man. Above and beyond. Going the distance. Might have been the longest break in between episodes ever. Like I said, it's like a Super Bowl break instead of a normal halftime break. to mask? Do you you want me to? It will make my wife feel better. Oh, okay. Well, we could just... Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's not how we roll, Matthew. Oh, is it not? We yeah. make the sacrifices oh, okay. to make the people we love happy. Thank you, Kamar. I appreciate that. Anything for you, Simon? I think no matter what, it'll be better. I wish we had a drone of you running red lights to get here to fuck There was none of that. But if you had seen me having a temper tantrum in my house trying to find more than two bars. Does, bar- your, wife, does your wife oh. know that I haven't left the house in like fucking six months you were months. searching for a wi-fi signal yeah oh i thought you just had fomo being with the boys well no i mean that too but it was like every two seconds it was dropping and like i even gave up on the studio i went into the house two bars was all i could get why don't you buy one of those boosters a booster oh matt i have so many boosters oh okay yeah you're just in a dead zone i don't know what the fuck i have the worst luck with internet dude like the worst luck all right well anyways Name and a number, Kamar. 1609. Elon motherfucking wow. alien hiding his identity. Doesn't believe in aliens. That's part of his shtick. That, that, that does make sense. Well, if you're trying to throw somebody off the scent, for sure, you're, uh, you know. But uh, I wanted to point out before we get into it, when we first met Elon officially on the podcast, it was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Episode 1169. What episode did we do it on? Well, that's his first appearance, so we did that one. Okay. Um, no, we did that as a throwback, didn't we? As like no, a special... No, no. no, I remember because it's Joe wasn't on Spotify at the time, and it stands as one of our biggest episodes because oh, people you, obviously went to Spotify. You mean what episode of ours was it? Yes. I'll have to... Uh, I believe it was up. episode 39. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, I see what you're saying. I didn't understand what you were talking about. That seems like a stab in the dark, but that could be very close to it. Um, which is, to this date, I had 41 million views. That, the first the, one? The, 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 the first one, YouTube. Just the YouTube. So it's not to how many people have listened to it on... To uh, watch him smoke weed. This is the incident where he watched, uh, smoked weed. But this is a, how many million people listen on an Apple podcast... I'm sure it's been switched over to Spotify now. So this has probably been viewed or heard 80 million, something like that. Pretty big numbers. How much do you guys think Elon was worth during this podcast? Well, he's the richest man in the world. During this podcast, he was worth... Things have changed in two years. Oh, you're saying back in... I'm going back in time and then that'll bring us to where we are today. Mm -hmm. Oh, during that podcast, I think he was worth... uh... Oh, $17 billion. And I think he was worth uh, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a good guess, Matty. $27 billion. He's worth $24 billion. Oh, nice work, Simon. He's oh, now worth right $141. Or, I, I well, it, it changes. The problem is, is it, it fluctuates drastically day stock. to day. So the other day, he was at $141 billion, I believe. Let's say, just for shits and giggles, he's at $100 million. He's done quite a bit in the last two years. No shit. Compared to other people. You think it takes a, a lifetime to make a billion dollars, but some people can make it very quickly. So. Well, once you make that first billion, everyone knows that, man. It's, it's Every all, billion after it's that much is just cheesecake. And if you're an alien, you probably have a leg up on the competition. Well, you probably have like, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, Zarkon Daenerys coming out your a-hole when you transfer those into American dollars. The but, conversion rate is amazing, let me tell you. But is it safe to say that Elon we listened to, we thought was a little madcap. Who knows where this was going? Smoking weed might have been irresponsible. Did we all think he was on the road that, to get to where he is now? Well, I want to say a few things first. Like, smart investors are shorting the shit out of his company. The smartest of investors. The guy from, uh, we talked yeah, about Yeah, Michael that. Burry is shorting his company. Michael Burry also the other day compared Tesla to Enron. Uh, I, that's a stretch, I believe. I, I don't know. It's enough. just a house of cards. I mean, listen, keep in mind when you're shorting a company. See, this is the problem with these financial markets. The problem is when you're shorting a company. See, eight years ago, no one knew who Michael Burry was. So if Michael Burry eight years ago tweeted out Tesla's like Enron, goes unnoticed this is dr michael burry yes dr from michael burry the from, big from the big short yeah the big short that's him so he has keep in mind too michael burry Played also by christian bale michael burry also invested heavily in gamestop this time last year and he cashed out for 280 million dollars lot like three weeks ago when it hit 400 so the guy's obviously smart we know that but this is my problem is he tweets out something like tesla's the new enron that could create a scare in its own. Like, who's that fucking fuck? Uh, who's the guy that tried to short uh, Herbalife? That fucking prick, Bill Ackman. Bill is Ackman he the same is a hedge. Did the hotels as well. Bill Ackman is a hedge fund billionaire. He went on CNBC a couple months ago and said the market is going to crash. The world is coming to an end, and all the markets dipped. And he had shorted everything, and he made seventeen billion dollars, I think, in a week. They say it's some of the biggest trade ever. And again, so you got to ask yourself, so I'm sitting here, I don't know who to trust. All I know is that Michael Burry the other day tweeted out that Enron and Tesla. Well, hold on a second, Matt. This you is, might have an opportunity here using our platform to put a scare into the market and we can short a stock. <laughs> you don't. Um, I don't understand. So like pandemic comes. GameStop should be like one of those uh, companies that should thrive during a pandemic. No, because everybody's at home with nothing to well, do. What they're saying so is more, most of the video games are now you can just download them. Kamara is correct. The hard You've copy. cut them all out of the loop. Yeah, okay. So that yeah. trend is... Well, keep in mind though. So I did a lot of research. The, the other person that invested heavily in GameStop uh, this time last year was this gentleman. His Reddit name is uh, Deep Fucking Value. And his Twitch and YouTube, I believe he calls himself Roaring Kitty. He did a, a YouTube video six months ago where he did a thesis on why he thought GameStop was a valuable stock, was heavily undervalued. I don't think he ever thought it would shoot up to $450 a stock, but he bought $53,000 worth that last week was worth $33 million. Um, 
So there are people, Simon, there were smart people that thought GameStop was an undervalued stock. Well, I mean, I would have thunk, like in retrospect now, which is easy for us armchair yeah. traders to, you know, um, like AMC. That makes sense to me. You know what I mean? No more. You the can't movie theaters. Nobody's ever going back to the movie theaters. Short the fuck out of that stock. It's going down or the opposite, whatever it is. You it's know what so I mean? funny you mention that because I disagree. You think movie theaters are coming back? I, I actually am waiting for GameStop to dip a bit so I can buy a little bit of it. And I'll tell you why, Simon. I think a lot of people want to go back to theaters. And I think the second... Yes, there will be a snapback. That's an opportunity. So there. not GameStop. You mean AMC. I said AMC, yeah. I think AMC will... I think there's no, a chance... you said GameStop. Oh, I'm, I'm, my yeah, apology. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, I, I think yeah. AMC has a chance once, like... Again, we have to get out of this thing. But I think once we do... AMC. There's also rumors that Netflix or Amazon will buy AMC. Okay, well, that makes so much sense. That's probably the only thing that makes sense. There's some point around whatever the vaccine herd immunity apex point is, there's going to be a snap with a bunch of opportunities of things that just have a windfall. I don't know if it'll be sustained, but that's definitely coming down the pike. Well, that's... Uh, when that is, I don't know. Gary V's whole shtick, right? Find something that's popular and put yourself in the peripheries. Milk that shit for all it's But worth. I wanted to go back to... What's the guy's name for the big stuff? Michael Burry. Doctor. Michael Burry. I think it's disingenuous to compare Enron to Tesla because Enron was an energy broker. And this is that problem where you don't actually make anything. Tesla makes something. So His I, point, though, was Tesla is in the energy sector heavily. But and again, I'm saying they are making a product, which is the ultimate. Like, if you produce something, you can make something. I agree. But if you're just, if you're just handling... The end one was like energy futures, and they were like causing blackouts to, to manipulate the market, trying to put a price on bandwidth. Like, they, I, just, I just don't see the comparison. Well, again, someone much smarter than the two of us does see the comparison. That's all I was saying. I must plead ignorance. But let's keep in mind, Tesla just keeps going up. So well, there's that too. This episode made my head spin about. Uh, so say going into this uh, episode, Simon, what's your opinion of Elon Musk? Going into this episode? Yes. I didn't trust him as far as I could throw him. Okay. Um, After this episode... I cannot stand the guy. Wow. Do you know what goes on this guy's head? <laughs> he is so fucking annoying. And do, should, do you want me to just get right into it? Yeah, of course. Well, we're here. Or do you want to follow here? No, like, no, go, please. Have at her. So, okay. Hold on. Can I, can I actually maybe start for you? Sure. Because let's start, let's start at the most annoying thing. For you and for me, probably. I, I assume for you too. When they start talking about aliens. Oh, yeah. That's where I'm going right away. Yeah, of course. Okay. So this guy obviously is deeply involved in space. There's no fucking secret there, right? And he hasn't seen aliens, so they don't exist. Well, what I found weird was that, like, as an avid listener of the Joe Rogan experience, as the three of us are, we know full well about Dr. David Fravor and the Tic Tac, right? No secret. So when he says, I said this to Kamar, when he says, I need something more, I need something like at least an iPhone 1 photo of one. I'm immediately thinking like, well, Joe's going to drop Fravor here, right? Like he has to. And then when he does, it was very odd. He doesn't even know it exists. He's never heard of it. Nope. He doesn't know what a Muamua is. The guy The Muamua, though, hold on. It's worse. It's not just that he, 
He knew what the Muamua was and was so dismissive of the Hawaiian name. Oh, no. Listen, this guy is a prick. Like, I'm telling you, man. He he may be smart enough to be a prick, though. Listen. You think he's an alien who's trying to deflect. Yes, totally. You don't think that. But listen to this. I might at this point. Okay. Listen, man. This guy says straight up, I don't believe in aliens. I'm out there all the time. I'm out in space all the time. And... We haven't seen anything. That That's like the equivalent of saying, I go swimming in the ocean and I've never run into a submarine. Like, that is, for a really smart guy, that's one of the most idiotic things I've ever heard anybody say. And the fact that Joe doesn't call him on that bullshit and is just kind of like, oh yeah, that seems like it's a, no man, that's crazy. That was a crazy thing to say. And the second he says that, I'm like, alien. For sure. But if he's not an alien, he's just this brilliant man who is so narrow. Like, even though he's in space, which is the most broad of all things, he still is so narrow. Like, he's only looking right ahead of him. Listen, I listen. 120 billion reasons that that's a good way to be. Simon, I listened to this podcast here, setting all this up and cleaning up. And I was I was like, oh, my God, Simon's Simon's going to lose it. It didn't make any. It didn't make any sense to me. He is not an open-minded individual. Did you guys not get that? Like he right away, no matter what Joe says. Oh no, that's stupid. Oh no, that's stupid. Oh no, that's stupid. Just because he's smart doesn't mean that every idea is dumb. I thought what he was trying to say or meant was aliens or no aliens. That that, that data doesn't help me in what I'm trying to do. Like I cannot work. Based on aliens. Well, you know what? Maybe he should be factoring in some of that into his uh, launch things going to Mars. Because if he gets intercepted by like a Ragoon starship, he's going to have a real big fucking problem. I kept hoping. Ragoon. <laughs> I kept hoping for him to say X Factor. But he seems to be very staunch in acknowledging there are limitations to things that just will not that's also where I that's also where change. I got a little lost is I was like this guy seems like uh like the tic tac for me was when he was like Newton's third law is just like you, there's no way around it. I was sitting there and I was like, okay, but what about the tic tac? Because I was like, that's another good opportunity to bring it up because it seems like it seems like they've kind of figured that out. Unless I'm wrong. I just see my point that he's trying to change the world. That alien data doesn't matter to him. And maybe after 180 days, he finds out there's some technology that can help him. It's a whole different ballgame. I'm with Simon, though. I just real quick, Simon, I just want to say this for someone who like, quote unquote, thinks outside the box all the time. Right. Like that's supposed to be his his M.O. Am I wrong? It seemed I'm with Simon here. It seemed like there was a lot of things that he was just staunchly like, nope. And that kind of threw me for a curveball. That's where I was. I was, and so this makes him suspect. You know what else makes him really suspect? In my opinion, he's from South Africa. We all know this, right? That's no secret. He has a staunch only Americans work for Tesla and SpaceX. Hmm, that's weird. It is, isn't it? No, he's at a factory in China. Okay, fine, but I'm just telling you that any apparently any workers within like Tesla and SpaceX in the states, they're American. <laughs> Now, maybe I read the wrong article. I don't uh, know. He made his he made his uh, everything in America. Maybe is uh... listen. 
Maybe he feels it's bad optics to uh, work with South Africa because they're... Are you an Elon shill? What's going on right I, now? I, I may be. Is, I want he a Tesla. is the richest man in the world. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Let's not forget about this. Who's he worse? Is, he's not out there helping your grandmother, Kamar. Bezos He's not or out Elon. there paying your fucking he is rent. Helping, he is helping your grandmother. If she has a brain disease that she can't walk, they, he wants to help her. Well, are, he has a point there. They are the same. Bezos and Elon are the same. No. The only difference Elon is... Elon is better. The only Hold difference on. is... Bezos doesn't make anything. The only difference is that Bezos has a team of scientists where Elon is the scientist. They are both just fucking billionaires. Bezos is a middleman. Can I make one point of distinction, I think, that needs to be made? Um, Kamar makes a point in that if you get rich, let's say you become the richest man in the world providing high-speed, cheap internet to the world. I mean, <clears throat> there's nothing, like... I don't see anything overly, overtly sinister about Unless that. Do, do you understand control. what I'm saying? I totally understand what you're saying, Matt. Let me break this down this into... Is star, uh, this is startling. Uh oh, oh, I'm about to get fucking... A, uh, an analogy maybe Kamar can this is star. Onto. This is Starlink you're talking about, right, Matt? That's what you're referencing. Starlink. Yeah, I'm just saying for, for the sake of argument, like if let's just say that was his one business and he figured out I can give the world eventually really cheap high-speed internet... To me, that's a, a noble way of getting rich. Totally. Can I break it down Of course. For please you? do. Please do. So let's break it down to comic books. That's something that we can all get behind, right? We've all read comic books. We know the story of Superman. Mm -hmm. That's something we all know. I'm aware. He's okay. a Klingon from outer space. Not a Klingon. Okay. <laughs> um, he is from outer space. Uh, Superman fights many bad guys, okay? Yep. One of the bad guys he fights is... Lex Luthor, right? Correct. Lex Luthor is the perfect analogy for Bezos, okay? Elon Musk is not a hero. Elon Musk is Brainiac. He's just another bad guy. And now you're comparing or bad guys. he's Tony Stark, who is a good guy. Good one, Kamar, but no, he's not. And, and even Tony and Stark is kind of a bad guy. He's kind of a dick. Because no, he's uh, rich. And tortured in the shadow of his father. Yeah. Anyways. I'm I, not going to sway you. You're not going to sway I me on this. I think they're just different, uh, different beasts. Birds of a feather. And we just haven't gotten to a point yet where we've seen Elon's underbelly the way we've seen Jeff Bezos's. But it's coming. Give it time. Let's try to put aside our um, suspectness of uh, Elon. Impossible. Get through some, okay. Well, I was just going to say one thing, though, that has to be brought up, too. Like, Joe has already paid for that roadster. You realize that, right? Sure. Wow. Well, that's that's the deal is you had to pay for it. If you wanted it, you, you already paid for it. Joe asked him like, hey, when's this roadster going to be ready? Like that to me is not the greatest business. We've talked about this before. Same thing with the truck. Like, why do you need to put a down payment on this truck? You're, you're the richest guy in the world. Build the fucking truck. And then once it's built, I'll buy it off you. That's I how Carl is walking in his lion's den. But now Joe's going to rescind that one because he wants the hovering roadster. What would you do if you saw that? It that's, doesn't hover. That's going to be around in five years, two years. Like he's put some crazy date on it. Well, let's go. But he he did not put. The, he said in two years there'll be regular uh, travel to space. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, that's that, I. Of course, none of us know about that. But that's what he said after you know the whole Elon care the two plus one equals. It's in two years. <coughs> 
Did it um, make you guys think when it, he said it's easier to get off other planets than Earth? Because of the gravity? Well, the craziest thing, Kamar, now that... Because I, we were talking about it the other day about how space travel works. How you have to grab onto another planet's um, orbit. But orbit. you got to go as fast as possible to get out of the one you're on. And first. there were only... I think he said two opportunities a year to get to Mars where... No, it's only... I think it's one. Or one every There's two a window. Years. There's a window. One it's every very, two years, yeah. It's a yeah. very small... Because Mars window. has a two-year... Uh, it's one yeah. every two years. So, I mean, how many trips to Mars are really happening, <laughs> you know? But uh, he's thought of it. If, if it's true, you don't trust anything that comes out of his mouth. I mean, if you really want to impress me, Kamar, go in a straight line. <laughs> you'll need uh, the x-factor and alien technologies but the point being the only way we'll get further is to build a launch space base on the moon or mars correct or they they start utilizing those solar sails because then you have this self-perpetuating energy but that's you're saying you're building a large enough craft with a farm on the inside that it can sustain itself as it travels through you're, space you're talking about um, leaving Earth forever and never coming back. I was just talking about traveling from Earth to other places. Namely the moons or the Mars. Like you can't go to any other planet in our solar system. The moon or Mars, yeah. Those yeah. are the only planets you can get. Oh, sorry, from. yeah, yeah. We're to also get, forgetting that... further, yes, you would have to... You're also forgetting that he Mars. mentioned like, oh yeah, if we, if we happen to sort of miss Mars, you end up in Jupiter's orbit and then you're totally fucked. Well, Bye-bye. according to Elon, that would be very bad. Yeah, and the way he said that was very, yeah, I was like, very oh. Very South African. Yeah. Well, he said people are going to die. Yeah, he did say that. The process. Yeah. Have you ever seen the thing that says one of the planets, uh, it rains diamonds? I believe that's, uh, I think that's or Jupiter, like I that. thought. So, so hopefully he could <laughs> scoop, up, scoop up some diamonds of those, yeah. and undercut well, diamond the rain. Well, it's like we talk about with the meteors, man. There's stuff worth way more than diamonds on those just waiting to be mined. Not according to Elon. <laughs> you also do know, Kamar, that diamonds aren't actually worth shit. There's there's no shortage of diamonds. No, we, we've gone through it. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's totally conflated. Uh, I was just trying to be funny. Um, <laughs> everyone talks about how Joe is so curious. Did you not find it curious that he had never seen the SpaceX landing? Yes, yeah, someone that was an someone moment. pointed out that they that he had showed him the SpaceX landing on a previous episode. Like he asked him, like he was almost retarded. No, I don't know how they land. How do the rockets get back? He goes, well, he had certain questions he had to ask. I mean, do you ever notice how Joe? Uh, <laughs> I honestly that did not make sense to me. No. Of, of all the things you guys, Michael Miles not knowing about China, Come on. that moment I was like, what's going on here? I told you, someone on Reddit, someone on Joe Rogan's Reddit posted a video of Elon showing him the Falcon 9 landing on one of their previous episodes. So he's either suffering from one of those recall incidents or it's... I don't fuck. I have no idea. Interesting. Interesting. Aren't you often surprised, though, when Joe says, yeah, I didn't have time to watch that. It's some, like, really big thing that's going on right now. I guess we've always just had a a bee in our bonnet since the um, Darren Brown incident. Yes, that's From episode true. two. That is very true. Yeah, how do you not watch the push? So anything's possible. Um, did you guys find it interesting when he's talking about how they're going to terraform Mars? You just have to keep it, like, just really hot. Got to warm it up. Blowing a huge nuclear missile. 
just const, just const, just it doesn't have to be. It's just a, a thermal nuclear reaction every second or so. So did you? So you guys heard it? Did you go? Wow, that's so amazing! You think about that's how it's got to be done, and like you're full of shit. Um, I don't believe Elon. I'm sorry. I don't. I I I don't believe him. So he, you think he's like um, a Steve Jobs, and he's got some troll who's actually, or a, a team of trolls that are super smart, and he just uh, regurgitates this information. I think he's. I, I don't know, man. I, I if you if my most conspiratorial mind thinks he's making everybody part of his team in one way or another, and then he's going to own like a monopoly on everything that you hold dear or need or need to get better, or he'll have some life expectancy thing through Neuralink where it can offer you an extra like 40 years with your family and who's going to say no to that. And all you're going to have to do is give Elon your soul or access to your thoughts or who knows man? if he like, if he too much power if he decides to go on um one of the first expeditions to mars dies is he just an idiot a martyr do you go well he, he put his money where his mouth was he's he's, he's never going he's are you fucking nuts oh, we're speaking the hypothetical deadly out of avocado over here dude he's the richest man on earth there's he no be, act he can he's do sending to change. one of his clones to mars maybe but he ain't going anywhere i think it'd be super exciting if he was an alien i mean i like that i i like that and that's a good explanation of why he doesn't believe in aliens because why would you bring attention to yourself it is also possible that Elon is the ultimate case of doesn't know he's being played, is an alien, and doesn't even know it. This guy with 800D chest. <laughs> I do not know who the fucking charlatan is anymore. First of all, they're the con men. Then they're getting conned by the con. And that's why you never mess with a Sicilian when death is on the line. I need one of those buttons, your handy buttons, to just be the whistling from wind to change. Yes, that's what Kamara wants. That's we, we, what Kamara's asking so for. So badly. Um, Woo -doo -doo. You guys, you went to school at some point. Did you ever write an exam? <laughs> you went to school at some point. Sorry, yes. It's, it's but no, he never wrote an exam. You did it, did you? Yeah, I wrote exams. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I, I, I've, Scantron? I've, I've been thinking all week about how funny it was you shitting on your cousin. <laughs> was that crazy we were in a studio so it was, yeah i mean a real piece of shit just lay it on okay we get that <laughs> oh no no i mean he was the worst yeah i thought it was so funny but elon was um elon <laughs> just to revisit how you were a real <laughs> fuck face last week matt <laughs> and then he says his name like, we, we got the picture and then ask if you want to edit it out and he tells you to go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> um elon it's fine when did you do your best work? Under stress, cramming, or take your time being prepared? Um, I don't know. Probably under stress, cramming. Well, that's what Elon was sort of saying. That, that we're going to get off, or we're going to succeed with getting off because we have no choice. Because the way I see it, half of science is trying to get off the planet. Half of science is trying to save the planet. Should they consolidate and just do one thing? No, no, that's at all possible. But do you think, I mean, I don't know. I don't think Elon is doing it so that we all leave here one day. Do you think that's why he's doing it? I think he thinks 
that life on this planet is doomed. Okay. He, and he's not he's not a fatalist. He, he's optimistic. He says at the end, he thinks he's going to work out, but it has to be done proactively. Mm-hmm. It, we're just not going to stumble upon the solution or or get our way out of this thing. And it's like, despite how big and resourceful it is, <coughs> it is limited. Unless we, we figure out, uh, you know, what's that? The Holy Grail is the... Um, energy that renews itself or or whatever it's called completely recycling everything inevitably if there's 20 billion people on this planet we're going to start running out of resources um yeah i guess he he thinks it's not sustainable there's no there's no way we're going to figure out a way just to make it all work we have to well make this step i'm sorry that's what he needs you to believe because he wants you the fuck off this planet okay he wants you all gone. He wants you on your way to Mars yesterday because him <laughs> and Bill Gates <laughs> want this whoa, place whoa, to whoa, them whoa. fucking selves. We know they're not Wake in cahoots together. the fuck up. Yeah, just like the uh, Trump and uh, Biden aren't in cahoots together. Actually, Wake that's up. very interesting. I, I, I Simon came in like a wrecking ball. Wake uh, up, Matt. Da-da-dee-da-da-da-da. Um, Elon Musk said the meaning of life is to discover the meaning of life. Oh. That, was, that was sort of silly, eh? Oh, sorry. Can I just come back to that point in one second, Kamar? If I'm wrong about Elon Musk and he does great things, yeah, I'll I'll like him again. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm easily swayed. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that. There. Strong the in your staunch, conviction. The staunch Simon position. It could change. Anything could change. If I get new data. Pro- prove me wrong, Elon. <laughs> it's all about the data points. I, I just thought it was sort of almost Lex Friedman-esque to say the meaning of life is to discover the meaning of life. It's just him copping out of the question. Yeah. Do you think, here, here's a really good, here. here it here. almost sounded like he had the answer. Or he just doesn't think about that stuff. Or that, sure. Like, do you think that's possible it's, that like Elon just is so caught up in digging tunnels and um, weaseling his way into your mind that he just doesn't even bother thinking about aliens or about like the bigger picture or what may be beyond Mars when he gets there. All I can say is it's way easier for me to imagine that Trump is a complete buffoon douchebag who's just stumbled his way here. But you're basically saying that's about Elon or he's um, like conniving and malicious. I'm not taking out uh, out of account that he's a total genius. Like on the genius spectrum, all of that shit. I am not discounting that fact But you're questioning intentions. I'm questioning like whether we should be putting this guy up on uh, the hero of the world pedestal so soon. He's he's only been in business business of uh, controlling the world for a very short period of time. And let's give it a couple of years and see like in 10 years from now, are all these great things he's talking about like driving cars and Neuralink and tunnels and space travel, are those all for our benefit or are those for like a bigger? I think you should look back on your record of condemning people and then flip-flopping and uh, assume that we'll follow suit and we'll be on uh, Elon's side eventually. Let me, well, well, I mean, Simon, I guess, what does he have to do to win for you? Like for you to flip back or for you to... to to be pro Elon, uh, for me to be pro Elon <clears throat> at this point, I j- I need time. 
Because like, too many of the things he's doing are like, they seem great now, but when I play out the ramifications in my head, there's a lot of Terminator 2 in there. I feel like anyone involved in space, you also have what about are very his, weary what about, his, what about his apprehensive about AI? Pardon me? His apprehension. He's like, I think AI is like the biggest threat. He's like, I'm not for regulation, but I think there should be government regulation on the progress of AI. As he builds cars that can drive well, themselves. Well, this is this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I'm so scared that a, uh, that uh, the robots are going to take over. Yeah, here, take my driving car. All the robots I build are going to take us over. Like, think well, about this. there was a I I had never know what you actually think, but we agreed that self driving cars are safer and better. If all of them, if all of them are until yeah. they drive you off a cliff. Well, I don't think I like your dismissive attitude. Ever since you've started taking notes, it's like you. Uh, there. What do you mean you don't know what's what I think? I mean, hold on, Simon. If, me, if means are not an issue, would you get a Tesla? Oh, I would for sure get a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, out. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Nothing makes sense. This is obscene. Dude, I want a Tesla so bad. <laughs> I want a Tesla so bad after listening to this episode. That's the bottom line. We all want Teslas. Yeah, but, but I'm guy, under. You don't get I one. am under no, um, no, no illusion that that car is not going to kill me. If I find out you're going to Tesla dealership, I say, do not sell to this man. <laughs> he has horrible intentions. He plays this episode. You have no right to drive in his car. Um, well, Simon, you and I watched iRobot this summer, didn't we? At my cottage? Yeah, that's that's it, man. That's exactly it. Yep. Hey, listen, when he was talking about those Teslas and the airbags, yeah, so and safe. how like he's like, well, yeah, wear the seatbelt if you want to have the illusion of, uh, <laughs> but these are way better. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. amazing. All I want is a Tesla. I mean, that's what I could say after this. Um, but you guys know he has a ludicrous speed. No, ludicrous mode. Ludicrous mode yeah. and plaid. Yeah, you which is from Spaceballs. Which is the movie game this week. Yeah. It's the movie game. Um, amazing. But before we get there, yeah. um, I just... I, I just They've gone to, to plaid. Back to Kamar's disparaging uh, comments. <laughs> it's um, never... This is it. Uh, Elon is... Uh, I'll use his shit. Maybe. One day, but I won't, is the point. I don't own a Tesla. Did you just hear what he... Are my headphones broken? I will use his shit, let him finish. but I won't. Sorry, my bad, <laughs> my, bad. my bad, my bad. Meaning <laughs> that if I could afford a Tesla right now, I, I probably would buy one. Just why not? Because yeah. why not? Yeah. But I will never, is the point. I'm never going to have a Tesla. I'm never going to buy one. I'm never going to get Neuralink. I'm not going to do that. So Elon hasn't won. But hold on. Okay, but that's not winning. But I'm not going to Mars. Simon, but so so if next year you had a booming year and you guys made $10 million, I, you I wouldn't buy a Tesla. Just out of principle now, I would buy the Porsche uh, electric car. Okay, fair enough. No, no, I, I might buy a Tesla. But even then, let me ask. So if, if five years from now you have some sort of inoperable brain tumor. I would get the neuro. Yeah, I mean, again. But, but I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that for fun. There's no part of me where I'm like... In order to get onto the... But keep in mind, Simon, I don't believe Neuralink in our lifetime will be for fun. If it becomes readily, if it becomes available. I it's going to be therapeutic. I believe in our lifetime, it will first be for strictly med medical purposes and nothing beyond that. Elon said that's going to be the case, but 
how many years do you think it takes for the rich people to start buying it and then for it to get to market? You know, I don't know. Well, I think probably a wa- like 10 years. He no, just said eventually longer. there'll be a $30,000 Tesla. Uh-huh. Well, that, he, that his goal, he says a lot. He, I know. No, I no, know. but he absolutely has to do that. Like right now he's making eco cars that are too expensive for 99 But it's a scale production of, issue. Like he, like they said, had, who was making the electric car? Toyota or whatever. It was Ford, I believe. In that documentary, they had, the yards and yards of the electric cars that they all destroyed. Yeah. He said, had they kept going, they'd be running the world right now. Alluded then, I guess that's what he's going to do. Yes, I understand what you're saying. Is the, the more, more factories they have, the more factories he builds, the more costs and go the down. cheaper it gets to to yeah, I get you. So hopefully that will happen. But I think he might also be lying in the sense that there's a lot that that thirty thousand dollar Tesla will not have just because of like uh, like computer parts, for example. You know what I mean? There's a lot of like I don't know. I just don't. I don't think you can scale as especially for a guy who's like I don't think we have enough resources on Earth. How's he going to build everyone a $30,000 Tesla? Well, Cadillac has an electric car. Everyone's getting into the thing. It is inevitable that everything's going to be electric or maybe nuclear 100 years from now if we're still here. Oh, no, 20 years from now. Something like 20 years from now, 90% of the cars on the road will be electric. I believe that. So you may not have a Tesla, but you'll probably have something. But again, like when he was talking about the carbon credits. Yeah. Like... We have that, and Kamar shits on it. Well, there's but a huge the- problem with the carbon credits, man. It becomes another uh, form of like um, debt. Well, it's a, like a trading, piece. a trading thing that people can. It, it's currency. All of a sudden, they they buy extra credits to sell. But you can like, put a. But you can just implement laws against that as well, right? Like you, you again. What he's saying is you just regulate it properly, and the market should fix itself. That well, was his point. Well, what I also heard him say is that is not supposed to be something to be a new thing it's implemented discourage fossil fuels no more fossil fuels no need for carbon credits yes that's true it's a measure now to to get to help the transition and if that's the case well his point they don't have to shit on carbon credits but if it is just another bullshit economy they're creating then it's a problem well back to plastic uh like oil yeah, we always just associate it with cars. No, it's how you make plastic. It's of everything. Yeah. Were, you, were you froze when you had this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was frozen. Yeah. <laughs> we um, did this in Michael Malice. Plastic. You were. No, yeah. I mean, I'm agreeing with you though. I'm saying like oil is. It's part so ingrained in our lives. It's not just about switching to an electric car. It's a lot more than that. Well, we forget too that you can't make you can't make an electric uh, shipping container. I don't believe yet. Well, I don't believe Probably they ever not. will. The point is, is like, if we're relying on fossil fuel for that alone, we should be hoarding it for that purpose. What do you mean? You, explain what you're saying. What? Most of our cargo is done through shipping. Yeah, Huge on boats. ships. Massive boats. Yeah, so you can't make boats electric? That's what I'm saying. Why? Now you uh, Too much energy, I believe. Like, the, the you'd be basically carrying all batteries. Or, oh, or, or I really want to get the movie game out of the way. Like I have tons Oh yeah, Spaceballs. Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> X Factor is my answer to that. Sorry, Kamar. Uh, uh, I'll put a button that and come back to it. It's the movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head. Find out what year a movie came out and how much it cost to make and how much it made in the box office. I believe this movie was a bit before your time, Matt. I've seen this movie 500 it's times. It's too good. It's, it's such a classic. When I tell you, Kamar, we had this on... 
I had this on Betamax, on VHS. I probably had it on fucking Laserdisc. I've seen this movie so many fuck. I love John Candy. It's one of the punniest movies too, eh? Comb the desert. Dude, it's Mel. It's fucking Mel Brooks. We've been jammed. <laughs> they jammed the ram. <laughs> it goes on and on. Oh my on god, and a Druish princess. <laughs> Bartholomew. May the Schwartz be with you. You missed the biggest one. Uh, I was still going through them. Uh, yeah, you're right, Kamar. I, I've been too hard on Elon. Sp- but he's flopped. No, no, no. That no, was no. such a quick turnaround. Not, what, are, what are we doing here? It's not a turnaround. That was instantaneous. It's not a turnaround. I just, again, it's. It's too early to judge him as a savior, I think, is more my point. Uh, the, the, the jury's still out. I'm leaning that he's better than you are leaning. Uh, Spaceballs, starring Mel Brooks, John Candy, rest in power. Rick Moranis, Bill Pullman, rest in power too, I believe. Uh, Daphne Zuniga, Dan Van Patten, George Winter, and Joan Rivers. She was the uh, mother of the, she's the queen, mother of the princess. If you haven't seen Spaceballs, I, I still think it's last, but you can see what plaid speed, ludicrous speed, way past the speed of light. And uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I have a year. I'm ready. Go ahead, Matt. I actually picked the year I was born, 1983. And I said 1981. Whoa, 1987. Damn. Wow. Really? 1981, that's crazy talk. Well, Star Wars came out in 77. My other guess was going to be the year my sister was born, which was 86, but so I still wouldn't have hit it. So. The note here says it's a parody of Star Wars and uh, Star Trek, Alien, The Wizard of Oz, 2001. Yeah, Alien. Age. Remember the scene where they're in the, the diner? The the guy? Oh, <laughs> there isn't a scene without a quality no. joke. <laughs> that's fucking amazing. Pizza the Hut. Like, it just yeah. doesn't stop, man. So please, listeners, do yourself a favor, have a laugh, especially in these trying times. Check out Spaceballs. It has to still hold up. It, it, ha- it has to. It right? Has to. It has to still hold well, up. Just the talent of like Rick Moranis, the helmet, the, the gags. <laughs> the gags. <laughs> Mel Brooks will never not be funny. It's John true. Candy can't, can't be stopped. Bartholomew. Oh, plot spoiler. Okay, let's go. Um, okay. I said. I just have no idea. I said it cost twenty million, and it made thirty-five. And I said eleven million, and it made forty-one. We have a winner, Simon. Budget twenty-two point seven million. Whoa. Box office thirty-eight point one. Wow. Wow. Right on. All despondent. Well, I don't know anything. Sick. Hit the head on the Sick. nail. Classic Matt. Way wow. to go, buddy. Classic Matt. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. Put your mask on. If only you'd realize it came out in 1987. And that's Why don't you the just movie take, a photo, take a photo of both of us? No, I, I, it's, it's for me too, man. Brought to you by AMC. I haven't left my house in months. This fucking guy. You don't even believe in COVID. Oh, I do. Does Texas my not... My brother got it. How can I not believe yeah, yeah. it? You, you, you guys are immune to it. No, <laughs> no, he went to the hospital, man. Does Texas not sound amazing? Texas sounds incredible. Doesn't it? Because yeah. it's on the parts of it on the water, parts of the rugged ranches. Sounds like everyone has a gun. Everyone has a gun, but there's a little <laughs> there's a little blue oasis called Austin, where all these people are going, which is now going to be, I believe, the mecca of comedy over New York and L.A. 
Do you think Joe is happy that all these other clubs are opening there? Absolutely. Or upset that all these other Absolutely. clubs are Absolutely. Uh, rising tide raises all ships. He's not about, oh, I got to run a comic club. And He, he can't also now knows that he runs comedy. That he himself is the epicenter of comedy. It's crazy. What does that feel like? He could move right? to Shanghai and they'd probably follow. He runs podcasting and he runs comedy. That being said, they just announced the state of emergency in Texas. Because they're going to have like minus 20 temperatures on Monday, like tomorrow. We're supposed to get some huge snowstorms. Yeah, but too. the thing is, we have insulated houses and insulated pipes. They're saying pipes are going to free. They, they're worried about the grid be able to heat the homes. So I will see if there's a wow. mention of the coldness and it's the whole state. Oh, I meant to ask, when do you guys think this episode was recorded? What, this Elon one? Yeah. After, after, uh, Malice, because he said Malice was in here. Like, well, you don't find it chronological that they never talked about like Chappelle getting uh, COVID. Well, then because they have to say how Grimes was blamed for it, but she didn't do it. You don't think that's weird that that was never talked about? You don't think that maybe this was done before that? I don't because I, I I have no reason why I don't. I just think it's chronological. If that's the case, then Malice was also probably. Well, he didn't mention malice. No, no, he he did. They did mention it. They did mention they went to the Chappelle show. That's fun. What we're doing. You went to the show. They didn't get into the nitty gritty, but they did talk about it. Well, maybe because it hadn't happened yet. The diagnosis. Yeah. Like maybe this was done. No. You so you think these are done like two weeks out now? I disagree. Not always. It's very close to the Trump impeachment trial. With something like Elon, or yeah, with someone like Elon, maybe that's just when he was around to do it. I don't know, man. Well, keep in mind, too, I'll say this. So Elon Musk uh, announced this week that he obviously bought $1.5 billion of Bitcoin, or that Tesla did, and that they're going to start accepting it. And then Bitcoin went through the roof, like $7,000 in a day. Uh, It hit 60,000 Canadian for a Bitcoin. Anyway, the point is um, some Reddit user that says he works in IT at Tesla um, said they bought those coins months ago and that they only announced it recently. Now, again, this would go into, you know. That's sketchy or the right way to do it? Um, I don't know. And then there's the whole Dogecoin thing too, like. I, I just doesn't that seem scary to you that this one guy has so much control power over the market, like yeah. influence markets and safety. That announcement came out though, and it also travel. came with announcement that they'll accept bitcoins for Tesla. I understand, and that another bank also announced the same week that they're starting to recognize Bitcoin. Sure, I don't know what it means though. You you you've been looking at this stuff this week, so it's sort of like um, hot topic. But I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't, I'm, I said it the last time he was on. I still don't, I don't trust him. Something's a muck. That's all I know. We have to put that aside to get through this review though. No, we do not. I smell a a rat in the belfry. He's back. (laughs) No, this is the guy that said, forget about your disparaging marks about (laughs) Bigfoot or ancient societies. We got to just stick with the thing. We got to stick with the thing. thing? Graham Hancock, we say he's a cuckoo. No Let's just get through Elon Musk. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. I don't. I don't know what you're saying. I I don't know what you're saying right now. We cannot let our biases 
blur or cloud getting through this review of the podcast. Right. There's right. still a point that we can talk about. Yes, you are absolutely correct. Or we can just end it now and say, they, no, no, what do you want to talk no, about? Keep they going. all end with uh, Elon being an evil mastermind, but I'm with you. There's lots of things to talk about. That's the caveat. Uh, you don't think the truck will ever materialize. I think if the truck comes out, it'll be the coolest thing. Do you like that um, Tesla truck? I like it in that when you see something like, I don't get it. Like well, the first time you hear jump around, you're like, this song's no good. And then now it's a classic. That truck will be the coolest thing on the road. Hold on one sec. Um, I don't like the way Teslas look. Even when I see them now, they never grow on me. I find them stupid looking. Do you guys disagree? You think they're cool looking? The car? Yeah. I feel Tesla's. it sort of looks like a Lexus. Yeah, I like the, the car. Lexus. I don't mind the look of you the do, car. You do, eh? Yeah. Oh, I hate I them. think the look of the truck is stupid as shit. The truck is just like and I really think it's, dumb. It's, it's so different from anything you've seen, but when you see one in person, you go, that is the coolest thing. That's what, that's what I think maybe it won't be. Or maybe it's a whole scam and we'll never see the truck. Or maybe Elon's getting ready to sell us something that we're actually going to need because the way he was describing that thing, the truck... Yeah. Bulletproof windows, you know, very lo like uh, sturdy, obviously. Maybe it's an apocalypse. I was wondering video. if that was from his South Africa roots, because, you know, in South Africa. That's exactly what I thought. When Joe was like, well, who needs that? I was like, Joe, this guy's from South Africa. Like, he grew up in a place Drive where you need all of this. Through. Yeah, Dude, he said that. We'll rape you on the side of the road for no cause. The Teslas have... Um, HEPA filter systems that even if there was a plague outside, yeah. you'd be all right in your car. That sounds like an apocalypse mobile to me. Diplomatic community. Um, it sounds to me like... Chappie? Are you guys quoting Chappie here? Is that what's happening? No, that was lethal. <laughs> Simon wants to be part of this. That was lethal weapon for mine. Like I said, this was a, this was a Tesla ad through and through. What else is the owner going to do? He's not going to shit on his car. I just love the truck. I'm, I think the military will get, get on on the truck. But then Joe's like, what about a solar truck? And he was like, no, that's not going to happen. Yep. But then he said, you could have a van. The van had some sort of awning system open. Because we were talking about, in the end of the world, you run a fuel, then we're all fucked. But that is hope. Yeah. Even if you get 30 miles a day, yeah. that's amazing, right? Yeah. Now you're always driving for the rest of your life. And we know these vehicles have so many less moving parts. Do you guys think you'll ever see like a rundown Tesla? <laughs> yeah, they exist. That's that's how that rich Benoit guy, isn't that his name? The Tesla guy? Do you know guy? what I'm saying though? Like all other cars, saying, he's own drives in the ground, the no. bumpers missing. They'll never, you'll never, you'll, I doubt it. You'll see no, I think you will. in the water. That's no, I think you will see those. I actually do. I, and you know why? I think their updating system costs so much that I think people that don't really have the means will start buying Teslas and they won't be able to update them or they will update them and then they won't be able to afford like to upkeep the actual car. Because you got to pay like 15 grand for some of those updates. Uh, uh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, does it not scare you guys at all though that like, okay, let's just say in 20 years or 10 years, like Matt said, and everybody's driving an electric car and... 70% of those cars are Teslas. And then there's some like incident that happens where everybody's got to get out quickly, but you're not in control of your own car because they're all attached to this grid. Like that, come on, no, that's you, like I, a scary Are you talking thought. about the AI or the need to recharge? Well, both. Well, the, the, you well don't, you don't that think... solar van would 
change that. No, no, no. Listen, if you're connected to like Elon's Tesla system. Well, Simon's thinking like even a Skynet. Think about like a Skynet type thing. They could the whole system, they shut down every Tesla on the road. And if 70% of cars on the road are Tesla, even if 30, 40% are Tesla. Well, it'll be interesting. If or even that, if, if if they're all hooked up to the same network, like Cadillac and or, all of them. That's it. What's they, it. If it's going to be compatible. Yeah. If they figure out a way to beat the market and end up with like 90% of the market share, you know? Like, listen, I just, I don't like these things where somebody else theoretically can just like turn the lights out on you, you know? It's a whole like Instagram scenario or uh, Facebook or Twitter or whatever else. Like, you can't put your faith in these I things. I look at it just like Gorbachev and Reagan wouldn't push the button. He doesn't want to control your life. Well, I don't know if you know this world too. Domination. This is crazy. So if you buy a Tesla, um, let's say you buy two upgrade, like download upgrades. If you go to sell your Tesla a year later, you sell it, but you you can't sell the upgrades. You can only sell the Tesla. It's like you updated Windows on your computer, but you saw it. They, you can't give them the update. That's it. And so that's a dick move. You're sort of I saying be, that's a terrible like. Listen, if I spend eight thousand dollars on buying the supercharge package, like to download it, and then I go to sell the car, and because it's some new owner, it doesn't come with it. Like that's fucking. What happens? You but could you take your your. Probably gonna sell your Tesla to get another Tesla. You carry over your I don't. Hey, Who knows? Hey, Matt or Kamar, like, would you uh, add a porch to your house if um, it wasn't gonna make your house more valuable? You know what I mean? Like, you do those things because it helps increase the value of the thing that you own. Well, this goes back to you think you. Will you ever see a Tesla missing a panel or a panel that's red? That's on what I'm saying. You car? will see that. Yes. Like just held. I I don't think so because I think. He, all those cars are sort of DIY projects. And I think there's enough because didn't that guy have huge problems? Yeah. Like even getting a key yeah. to do his Tesla. But that's what I'm saying. Kamar is I believe in the future, there will be people that will over leverage themselves to buy a Tesla. Again, when you're even what you're talking about now, like once they're $30,000 Tesla's, you know, every Joe Schmo will go to get one and then he won't be able to pay for the upkeep of it. Like any other Joe Schmo, and he will eventually get in an offender bender and he'll have like a a dinged up. And this is, is your argument that Tesla won't let you drive it if it's dinged up? That like it'll know there's some sort of structural thing and you'll have to get in it In the fixed? back of my head, I think that that's even like worse. A, a deactivation. But I think we are all stuck in thinking that uh, traditional car ownership is going to proceed to be a thing for a long time. Yeah, may maybe. You know, like Lime Scooters? Yeah. Those are electric. Those are kind of cool, right? Yeah. I mean, most no. people think that cars are going to the subscription method. Yeah. But you could just text and a Tesla pulls up, no driver, you get in, takes you wherever you go, and it's... But at the beginning of Michael Malice, you were talking about, um, like, the government shutting down small businesses on purpose to prop up bigger businesses. Like, that was a theory that you brought to the table, The correct? corporations wanted that. Okay. Okay. The corporations want the, the government. The news and the that. corporations, the corporate world wants to consolidate power and have no competition. So why do you think they want to do that? Domination. So why is it so weird to think that Elon would want the same thing? I think as a as a captain of industry, he would, but like he, I don't think he's stopping uh, other companies because remember in the first one, he talked about all his stuff is open sourced. So he's sharing the stuff like it's not a patent pending thing. 
he doesn't share Tesla technology. They don't, they're not all going to run on the same charging platform. Tesla runs on its own and maybe everybody else will run on a universal one, but it won't be with Tesla. But that's interesting. And it would be negative to you, but it'd be all those other companies would be behooved to work with Tesla because he must have the best setup grid right now for electric cars. Right? I don't think Cadillac or Porsche has the infrastructure he has set up already. So. That'll be scary if, if that ends up, then that well, you'll, goes more in your column that he is going for this world domination. You'll know for sure. If, if he does let them share it, then you'll know he's out for the good of humanity and the earth. And if he doesn't... If he does share it, no, he that's too much control. No, it? I'm saying like if you let Cadillac use your charging station, if you make it all the same compatible, inputs, so you want everybody a, to have an electric adapter. car, you would want that because there are gas stations everywhere that all have the same hookup, right? Like it'll make the transition that much easier. But Tesla would never want that because Tesla wants to sell Teslas. But I think Tesla is like the biggest car company in the world now. By a fucking mile and a half. Just doing its thing, not eat, just by... But again, but Kamar, when they say it's the biggest car company in the world, that isn't based on cars on the road. It isn't based on anything other than stock. That's all okay. it's based on. Just the value. Yeah, because if you look at cars on the road, Toyota fucking kills them 10 times out of 10. Toyota was the biggest car maker in the world for three decades. There are more Teslas on the road than Fords? No, that's that what can't I'm saying. Right. No, what I'm saying. No, so no, no. that's what I'm saying to Kamar is it has nothing. That stat that Tesla is the biggest car maker in the world has absolutely nothing to do with how many cars they produce. It has to do with their stock the value and how of the company and how and how valuable the company is. But that's also because, dude, they're in Tesla makes batteries. Tesla makes fucking uh, solar. Like they're not just a car company. That's the other thing that we need to make abundantly clear like toyota makes fucking cars i'm sure they have some r&d and some other stuff but what'll well, be interesting house too, of cards just say it but <laughs> another thing would be interesting is like a tesla generator i think uh tesla boats or electric boats in general because boats are so finicky you know with all the moving parts again well he was talking about a tesla airline the tesla jet that's down there he he's he got sidetracked like that's a whole nother kettle worms but obviously everything's going to go electric it's just the way we're going whether he has a monopoly or just the whole world embraces it and it's better for how, us how how old do you think elon will live till i think he'll blow up in a fire crash on his way to mars or something poetic uh i don't know i think he'll live a normal life i think soon elon will be involved when in a massive form of life extension Okay, fair enough. Hmm. I, I suppose. I mean, that that's out there. I don't feel like that is making leaps and bounds, though. I think or that we are not we've heard of. I mean, Simon, I can show you a photo of Elon after he sold PayPal, and you'd believe that he has lost twenty years of age from that alone. Anyway, to be completely honest with you, I I just think that Elon is is probably believes he has a lot of things he still wants to do and uh, a lot of things he needs to see out that maybe don't have the timelines that are going to jive with his uh well or he's an alien and it just doesn't even matter they live to like three four thousand years old well wouldn't the argument be it's just his surrogate 
this is mean? just this is just some surrogate that oh, he possibly. sent here. Yeah, right. And well, Bill Gates are in Antarctica. That'd be yeah. the interesting. That. <laughs> if you can download your consciousness and all bets are off. It's a whole different. Oh, ballgame. shit. What did I just watch? That was all about downloading consciousness. Um, where they put these discs in the back of your head. Johnny Mnemonic. No, no, no. Strange it's, days. It's uh, oh. and they like it's the go, guy from the killing. And yes, it, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's um, altered beast. Oh, altered carbon. Carbon. I just started watching. I got that, close. Yeah. It, the first one's alright. The second one's not good. The second season is not good. I'm having Watch a hard it. time even getting into it. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. It, it's. I watched like three episodes and was like, yeah. not for me. It, you know no. what I am watching right now? Nothing to do with Elon Musk, but who cares? Um, the Exorcist. It's a show that's on Netflix now, and it's really fucking cool, man. Yeah, it's like all about this one kid getting possessed. And then there's like backstory of all the shit going on in the city with the church. Hmm. What do you think is more likely, ghosts or aliens? I think they may be part and parcel of the same thing. <laughs> Ali- aliens. Okay. That's more likely? Yes. I think so too. Then ghosts? But what it, are we it, fucking doing it here? It comes down to the same thing as Elon. Then ghosts? It, it comes down to the same logic of oh, Elon. I heard you through the mask. <laughs> you can't believe in something you haven't seen. I've never seen a ghost. So never seen an alien. Okay, just let's let's dissect this a little bit. Do you believe that we have a soul, Matt? We did this a couple. Oh, sorry. Of do you believe in in ghosts? Come on. Hauntings. Spirits. I want to, but I'm not afraid of them. I didn't That's ask you question. if you were afraid of them. Do you believe in them? I need to them? assert my manhood. I'm not <laughs> do, afraid of nothing. Do you believe in them? <laughs> yes, you do. You just said you weren't afraid of them, so well, you believe in I, them. I would live in the house where allegedly the chainsaw murders happen on Sunnyside. Okay. Um, but Matt, you obviously don't believe in a soul? Um, if I do, that means I have to believe in ghosts. Is well, this no, where I just like I would He's imagine to trap that you. they're... No, I'm not trying to trap you. Just they're kind of the same idea, right? Like there's you're seeing something that may just be somebody else's whatever getting, who knows, maybe trapped in between two worlds or maybe it's like a purposeful recreation that you can do when you're on the other side. But you just believe that we die and we fucking rot in a big dark hole in the ground, right? It's just yes. nothing. Yeah. yeah Fade so to black. Yeah. There's no ghosts in Maddie's reality yeah. unless they're uh, a, a product of the simulation. I believe in ghosts. You believe in ghosts. I, I don't believe what he believes. No. I also believe in ghosts. Oh, we know. We know you believe in a lot of stuff. And till next week. And if aliens, <laughs> if aliens are actually more of like a interdimensional type of creature than a space traveling type of creature, then it would make sense that like um, ghosts and things like that could easily just be other interdimensional beings. Interdimensional gets (laughs) my pants tight. Yes. Because that's the key. Yeah. Sidebar. And that's big evidence for Bigfoot. There's a new one on TikTok, which is Future Man or From the Future, who posts these things. Like, sort of like a QAnon, but less harmless to creating the facade of uh, baby killers and stuff. In 2026, he says he's come from, I think, 5,000 years from now. 
there will be the first interdimensional war between humans and aliens. In 2027, there's going to be the first people with superpowers. It's sort of exciting stuff, but, you know, it's full of shit. Wouldn't oh, it hate, be awesome right if we now. got the superpowers before the alien invasion? That would be Oh, I, I'm just... I, I think the, the superpowers do come before that, so it might play quite nicely in our hands, but I'm just making up the dates. Uh, yeah, let's get through this. One of the only things he said, an interesting point, is... Uh, a government is only responsible to people if they think they can lose, which makes the opposition important. They, if they don't have to do anything for you, yeah. like, who the hell is going to vote us out? I thought that was interesting. So we have to have strong opposition, yeah, parties to, to keep things moving. And you can't just say, get rid of them. Yeah. Because that would be the pathway to a Chinese government. This is the next point that China is leading the world in environmental policies and do we can we believe anything from china like when elon said that <laughs> did you guys not just be like holy shit this guy is bought and sold obviously that's the only time that i was like Shaggy? <laughs> well i mean as someone who's been to china you i couldn't see fucking i couldn't see 30 feet in front of me so but when was the last time you were there 2018 Two years ago. Yes, three years ago now. So it's possible there's been a... a Get the fuck ground, out of here. No, for our standards, they're more pollution, but maybe they're... Because one of the things we've said about China, for better or for worse, there's no... You don't have to have a town hall to introduce something. They just do stuff, right? Yeah. So it's possible they've... I think Joe's talking about they have a giant skyscraper that cleans the sky now or something yeah they put that in for beijing hey guys elon did the exact same thing the nba did he has big business in china of course, yeah and instead of speaking the truth about china oh no china's leading the way in this and china's leading the way in that he just towed the line like come on why are you come oning me i'm just we come don't have the general. evidence to support it but it's possible that they it, uh, as a self-preservation thing at some point we know China historically has been like the worst polluter, but they may know that regardless, like just like the Pentagon has said, climate change is a threat. Y you know what I mean? Yeah, and we also know that the Pentagon forces the military to burn all the shit they bring over there in giant pits. So that there's that too. Just like China won't nuke us, China cannot destroy the planet. It's got to be aware of that. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. hopefully yeah but yeah sounds I, like you're towing the line now shill i just want my tesla <laughs> whatever it takes whatever to say we'll get there anyways shine shaking his head on me i changed my mind i'm never buying a tesla my favorite elon quote from this episode all i can say is you got to get high fast yeah why did he say that talking about flight oh speed because the higher you get the less resistance the faster you gotta get high mm. fast now he was talking about flight but you could use it for drugs or, or whatever the hell you want. It just seems like if I'm flying Toronto to New York, that it wouldn't serve me very well to fly 70,000 feet up. And then like, you know the what I mean? Isn't that the earth turns and you come back down and you're there? No. That's what, the earth that's doesn't turn Dude, that fast. Imagine that's how flights worked. You, you just, just you rocketed just straight up and, and hope then the boom. earth turned. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Did We've... you ever think in your life when you're on a plane, if you jumped up, you'd smack on the back of the wall? No. But as a kid, I did. Well, I don't want to say it, but that's how flat earth travel would work. 
<laughs> Straight up, 90 degrees, yeah. right? And then have just hard down. Been, 90 degrees Have you ever down. been a super fast elevator? When it goes down, you jump up and you go down yeah, yeah, further yeah. than you were? Huh? An elevator that goes really fast? When it's on its way down, if you jump, you get extra like leverage because oh, yeah, yeah, right. just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So I thought that applied for a plane, but well, the you, craziest you were was, going seven hundred miles or as fast as the plane is going when you're on it. The craziest was that MythBusters where they shot the basketball out the back of the moving car. So they tried to, they were like, they wanted to know that if you timed, if you shot a basketball at the same speed the car was moving, would the basketball just drop straight down, or would it have any actual? And it did. Just drop straight down once they calibrated it. It just completely decelerates. It just fucking. Bop, I'm just a bop, basketball. Bop. That's yeah. I don't have the momentum. There you go. Crazy, huh? And uh, then they talked about the uh, Tesla jet, but that's neither here nor there. Well, it's not here, so there's nothing to talk about. Well, no, but he was like, that's a whole other thing. But we had already talked about it. But those, yeah. I this is just the chronological order, and that's the all. First, that's all I have. The first time Elon was on. Rogan, it was amazing. I mean, besides the joint smoking, I had never really heard too much from Elon. It was like the first time you got to hear from him. And every other time he's been on, I found it has been just like I think a it's waste that of time. You liked his like discomfort. Cause the first time he it felt like he was really uncomfortable there. And now it oh, seems he like was, he's just one of the guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was Michael Malice and Lex yeah. Friedman. That's all what I'm, like now over. he's he's just part of the group. Like, oh, how was Dave last? You know what I mean? It's it, a weird Texas crew, eh? Very Michael odd. Michael Malice, Joe Rogan, Lex Friedman, and Elon Musk. You have you have Tim's moving. Tim Pool. No. Our boy Dylan. Dylan's decided he's moving. Everyone's moving. We're not. Well, if we if we had a windfall, I'd like to move. I'd be the remote guy from Texas. I already talked to Simon's wife. She's not having it. No, no, I'd be remote, but we'd have a, a big 20 I like how I can't go, this fucking dickhead. I would move. If, if we became gabillionaires, I'd move to Texas. Texas, fuck it! Why do I we have think to be, of way better places to go than Texas. Why do we have to be gabillionaires? Can't we just be like billionaires? Gabillionaires don't exist. That's why it oh. got to be gabillionaires. It would gotcha. have to be like enough money that I don't have to work anymore. So whatever, I feel like whatever amount that is. I, I just equated that to make a run there if I was a thousandaire. I feel like gabillionaire is like uh, the Italian billionaire. Oh, I got a gabillion. <laughs> Give me some of that gabagool. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's a million places to go to, but it just for, for me, for comedy, everything like that, it just seems like it's the coolest place in the world right now. You should have gone and be, tried to become the Skanks uh, intern. I could have done wonders for your career. Always has been and will be a problem is the citizenship. I need $10,000 for a green card. Or any ladies. It's, it's more than that. Any buddy. ladies want to marry me That's a better in America, send Bitcoin now. I could have married an American girl. I mean, I'm an idiot. I lament when I people who have dual citizenship. Keith, that fuck. I know another guy who has it too. and Must be nice. If you... It, a lot of people are like, why would you ever move to America? But I love America. I love I love everyone. And it, All my Native American friends, they just fucking they just travel there freely. But I love the Patreons the most. Well, there you go. That's all I have for Elon. In closing, did you see that heartwarming Patreon message we got from that uh, gentleman? I should pull that up. We should mention on the real show. It was uh like the Francis and Ganu episode. It's one of those uh make you realize maybe things aren't that bad. The question is, can I find it? I don't think things are that bad. 
like I went swimming in the ocean. It's like we've... How, and I never even saw a whale. <laughs> it's how we've adapted to this COVID lockdown. Like it's, it's almost like if this is the way life is now, it is. We're frustrated and stuff, but we adapt. You know what? I don't know if I should read it out because it's pretty personal. But either way, this guy had a rough year. Shout out to Brendan Waterman from uh, Down Under. He had a very rough 2020. And he said uh, we helped him get through it. So Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. So there you go. Shout Cold out. chisel, extra, baby. Extra big shout out to Brendan Waterman. Hey, Dinkum, Brendan. Thanks, Brendan. The Dingo ate your baby and the pig developed a taste for blood. <laughs> I've been watching so much Seinfeld. Oh, yeah? Oh, it's so funny, man. It's great. Classic. I like that my daughter likes it, too. Go back and watch Curb better. again as well. Uh, I've watched Curb so many times. Okay, yeah, sorry. Incredible. Pretty good show. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Hold um, on. Oh. Well, you guys hate him so much you won't even rate him? Oh, my God. I'm so stupid. No, no, no. Uh, let's start with Simon. I give him a two. Yeah, your rating was fucked. Kamara, what do you give him? Four. I also give him a four. And I want to go higher. Only because talking to you guys, I was like, I can't give that. Why? I still, listen, I I still gave it a four. I still like, I can listen to these. I could listen to these. Why do you give the, why do you give it a four? Just, I don't usually question anybody's uh, numbers, but I'd really like to know. Because I listened to it. I listened to it on regular time and I found it interesting. Whether I believe him or not, it was an interesting conversation. It was just on topic. He's clearly a smart guy. Whether you believe he's up to nefarious shit or not so for that i gave it a four like i just it, to me it's an interesting listen yeah yeah i mean it was very reminiscent of the last time he was on no i disagree the same kind of shit i think progress has been made except for maybe the, the link i think he's moving and shaking i wish joe knew more about like the goings on in the world like i want him to talk about this dogecoin thing and why he is backing it in any way shape or form why elon is yes because you want to get on it to find out if it's a good idea. No, Elon no, no. Is backing Dogecoin and Bitcoin? Well, they bought Bitcoin because they're going to accept it. So they okay, need to be able to... He changed the markets in their favor, and now he's backing Dogecoin? Well, Dogecoin, before. first of all, Dogecoin, Simon, a month ago was worth like less than a penny a piece. Mm-hmm. It was a joke. Now it's worth seven cents a piece. So let's say you bought a million dollars worth of Dogecoin last week. Well, you have substantially more money now. But I people are talking people talking about Dogecoin a while ago. We got market fever. Was, well, people uh, are talking about Dogecoin because thing. people think it has potential in the future to actually make it to like a dollar a piece. I think the one you want to get in is Ethereum or Ethereum or whatever it's called. I'm not buying any fucking Cuz no one hears anything bad about it or good about it. It just keeps Well, it's that Canadian Russian kid that yep. started it. Meanwhile, remember this conversation right now cuz every time we've talked about Bitcoin, I've not bought it and it's gone up. So mm-hmm. Well, I said to, I'll tell you after. Um, so we rated it, right? That's it. Excellent. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we appreciate the shit out of you. Thank you to BetterHelp. Uh, don't forget to check out betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E for uh, 10% off your first month. Um, we have a YouTube. It's not really active right now because... Uh, it's going to be. No, no. I think the YouTube will still be a while. Uh, but that's fine. You should still go subscribe. YouTube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Or maybe it's slash J-R-E-E. doesn't matter. Find it. You'll find it. Um, like and subscribe. There you go. We have um, 
an Instagram and a Twitter. They're uh, both at J-R-E-E podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. Um, I think that's it, right? No, the Patreon, obviously. <laughs> Can't forget the Patreon, can I? <laughs> oh, we have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. Go to patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. You can join the team there. Uh, you get the post show every Tuesday. It's a little addition that we have to the normal show where we just shoot the shit, talk about our episode, talk about shit we missed. This week we'll be talking about Britney Spears. Oh my God. Okay. Maybe you don't want to pay $5 oh, no. for is, that. This is good shit. Okay. okay. This is good shit. Great. Um, I think that's it. Did I miss anything? No. Felt well, like thank I, you felt for like listening. Thank you for coming this far. Thank, thank you, you guys so much. Uh, we love the shit out of you and uh, we're riding this thing to the moon. Have a great week, weekend, and as usual, keep your eyes open. Thank you.